0: Hello and welcome to Ferret NFL, the podcast about uh, NFL sports, football, that is. I'm Yummy the Ferret, and I'm here with my co-host,
1: Grady Waffles.
0: And we're here to talk about the week three games, the week four predictions, fantasy football, and of course, the return of our famous segment, Good Start or Bad?
1: Bad chart, or we can rename it to good shirt, bad shart. Because huh. maybe good some shirts are good. You never know.
0: I don't know if that's. I don't know about that one, but uh, <laughs> we'll, I'll send it to uh, management and they'll see what uh, we'll see what they say.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our uh, podcast would just all of a sudden get off air. Be like, boop, bad, bad idea. Get what happened? There. Yeah, what happened? What so, you do,
0: <laughs> so if you don't know, good start, bad start. Uh, this, uh, usually by week three, you kind of get a good taste, a good feeling about how a team's going to do the rest of the year. This year has been pretty crazy so far. and week three, usually you kind of see some teams starting to shine, uh, but we seem to be kind of all over the place uh, in almost every aspect of the game.
1: Yeah, a lot of hard predictions and a lot of hard like like literally going into next week. I'm like, I'm like taking longer time to like decide which team I want to take because I'm like, well, this could happen. And then they did this and they beat this team. or And I'm like, well, this team lost to this team. And I, it, it's just all over the board. It's been crazy.
0: Super, super crazy. So. We're going to get going. We're going to spend a little bit of time on each team, each, one of, each of the 32 teams in the NFL uh, for the 2022 season. Uh, and we're going to start off with the AFC East, and the only team that is current, well, no, <laughs> uh, one of the teams that's currently 3-0, and the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, the Dolphins squeezed by <clears throat> with the win against uh, the Bills. And they are definitely off to a good start, and I'm really liking what I'm seeing. And I know we've been talking about it; seems like every week we're talking about the Dolphins and how impressed we are. And I'll, I'll back up and I'll keep saying I'm still very impressed with the, the coaching. I think he's better than Brian Flores, and I'm really impressed by what Tua has been bringing to the field. And I'm shocked on, you know, how good Jalen Waddle's been doing, Tyree Kill, and just overall like the only disappointment is the run game right now like there's just there's no run game for Miami Dolphins but I know the heck I have so much faith in the head coach that he can change that around and I I, like I said I don't think we've seen full but full 100% Miami Dolphins yet and they're are they are off to a great start
0: yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the Dolphins have created a great team, even even though we haven't seen much of their running game. Chase Edmonds is still a great running back. Used to be on the Cardinals, uh, but yeah, I want to see more of that run game before we crown them like the best team in the league. Uh, because you know their defense is pretty good. I mean they they were able to stop uh, Josh Allen um, for a couple key downs, and um, they uh, they suffered uh, they suffered like a uh, one of their linebackers broke his thumb. So he might be out for a little bit, but nothing too serious to make you go, uh oh. Um, but you know, I I gotta you know, I, I when, when the when the season started off, I was kind of down on the Dolphins just because of all the offseason drama that happened. Um, but now that we've seen them in action, they they're looking really good. So I guess we can brand them officially, the good start.
1: Yeah, the only uh oh they had so far was when they were playing the Bills, and we thought Tua went down with a concussion. That was like the uh-oh or a back injury. here. I, I don't know. There's so many re- different reports out there. But he went down and was out for like a couple f- few plays, and we didn't think he was coming back watching that game. So yeah. that was like the only uh-oh there was.
0: Yeah, their backup is Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, yeah, you know uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the other AFC powerhouse, the Bills, who uh, started off by beating the Super Bowl champions. And then they moved on to embarrass, I would say, the Titans. And uh, they did take the L to the Dolphins, but the team is looking pretty good. Right now, though, you got to be concerned about all the injuries on the defense.
1: Yeah, definitely a good start, especially from Josh Allen and like the overall coaching. It seems like a well structured team, which is definitely what you want in the National Football League. Um, the only uh, bad thing is like they do have the flu of the injury bug, which you no know, most of them are not like out for the season. There are a couple that's out for the season, but I I guess it's good to get the injury bug like early in the season than later.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, but I mean, the teams looked electrifying uh, all three weeks, even when they weren't playing at their best. You know, um, and if it wasn't for like a, a few. Sp- you know split second decisions that went the wrong way uh we probably would have seen the bills kicking like a game-winning field goal against the dolphins um i, I you know Allen threw to the slant route and we'll probably talk about this game later but you know he, he definitely shouldn't have thrown to the slant route and and and, and you know the, the guy who caught the ball probably should have went down more quickly than what he did but you know i, I think the bills are still on a good trajectory and they definitely get a good start
1: i agree with that definitely a good start and i they're still my super bowl pick or favorite i should say
0: yeah there's they're still up there for me too all right the jets now we now we we've uh we had a whole uh, episode where we ranted uh about uh, how the browns lost to the jets you can go back and listen to that if you want pain <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, you know, the Jets, um, they they went out onto the field and they haven't looked amazing. It's hard to believe that they snuck out a win against the Browns uh, week two uh, because they looked pretty poor against the Jets. Um, I guess the good thing is, like, even though they're starting off with a bad start, in my opinion, at least they're going to get Zach Wilson back, I think, n- next week or, or this week. Uh, so maybe that can start to put some life back into their... Offensive attack.
1: I agree. And it's kinda crazy because they have like one of the harder schedules. They started off with the Ravens, then they played the Browns, beat us, and then the Bengals and the Steelers and the Dolphins and the Packers. So they have one of the and they still play the Bills and the, the Bills coming up and Jaguars and Lions. So they have one of the tougher schedules. Um but I do have to agree that uh it definitely is a little bit of a bad uh, bad shirt because Yeah, they beat the Browns, which they shouldn't have. But they do. I think they will turn things around with Zach Wilson. Hopefully, he can turn some things around and kind of give life into the offense. The offense uh, hasn't looked too great with uh, Joe Flacco, with the veteran uh, back, or veteran. So they just can't seem like kind of, you know, they only scored 12 points last week against the Bengals and then nine against uh, the Ravens in week one. And the only time the offense looked electrifying was when they played the Browns with the big, uh, like, one-play, huge drive kind of thing. And so the offense, it just needs a little bit of life into it, and I think they could be okay. But like I said, the schedule coming up is just tough. It's a tough, tough schedule.
0: Yeah, they got got a bad schedule to go up against with their bad chart. Um, and I don't know if they're going to be able to win many of these games coming up in the next couple of weeks. That uh, we might, we might see them, you know, be one in one in six uh, by by the end of next month. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes with Zach Wilson. You know, obviously he's a bit of a you know he's a bit of a factor. Of course, he's a mobile QB who you know, we haven't really seen much about you know out of him. I mean, he was the worst QB last year um in by the numbers but i mean he was a rookie he was on a bad team had a i think he had a bad coaching staff so yeah we'll see what they can do this time around obviously we've seen turnaround stories and other teams that we'll talk about later but um right now starting off with yeah, a bad chart and we'll see if they can uh, improve themselves
1: yeah, absolutely all right next up uh the new england patriots that's right powerhouse that used to be a thing <laughs> Uh I definitely wanna say a bad shirt right now. Um they did put up a little bit of a fight for, with uh, against the Patriots or against Patriots, against the Ravens. Mm, yeah. Uh still uh lost that battle, but they still had a decent fight. But again, it just the offense isn't seen there. And uh Mac Jones just got injured with a high ankle sprain, so he'll be missing some significant time. Uh they got I just uh,
0: they got Hoyer in there.
1: Yeah, they got Brian Hoyer as a backup, who's never been good as a starter or a backup. So uh, it's definitely a bad start for them, and it's definitely probably just downhill from here.
0: Yeah, if they got Brian Hoyer starting for these next couple of games or even the, it could, I don't know if it's going to be the rest of the season. Uh, Mac Jones going out the field looked like the, he was in extreme pain. Uh, they say it's uh, some sort of ankle, ankle injury. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got the Packers this week, which is going to be... Uh, a a pretty tough contest they got the the frisky lions they got the browns um they they actually don't even really have that bad of a schedule i mean when you're playing the jets two times in your season i mean you know you got a little bit of padding there um so i guess we'll have to see you know how 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 their offense if the offense transforms throughout the year to uh, but, but yeah, they just, they didn't, I mean, last, even, even last week, you know, they had some explosive plays in there, but there was a lot of sloppy play going on, dropped balls, fumbles, stuff like that. So yeah, we eh, definitely want to, I mean, you're definitely expecting better of the, you know, the, the past, uh, Super Bowl giants, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, they do play the Browns. So who knows? That's probably the only team they could probably beat knowing the Browns. So we'll see (laughs) see. a few weeks a few weeks away yeah right
0: now confirmed bad sharp for the patriots and it could get worse but uh when i mean i i honestly think mac jones is a good fit for the team and if he comes back healthy i think that they're going to start doing better but you can't win games with brian hoyer i mean i guess you can but it's going to be more difficult
1: (laughs) who knows what bill belichick has up his sleeve yeah yeah, so not bad. I mean, for the AFC East, you know, two good starts and two bad starts. Not bad. Not bad for the division.
0: Well, let's uh, let's switch over to the AFC West then, and we're going to start yeah. off with the Patrick Mahomes led Chiefs.
1: Yeah, um, really good start, of course. Um, until the loss against the Colts last week, uh, I think that's kind of a, one of those fluke games. Uh, I I have no idea what happened to the Chiefs and how the Colts uh, beat them. Uh, We'll get to the Colts later, but right now, of course, good start with the Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, the tight end, is still looking as dominant. He's getting more receptions now because uh, Tyree Kill, he's no longer on the Chiefs. Uh, And so Tyree Kill is no longer there. So Travis Kelsey is kind of taking over the offense And he's still getting his targets, and he's still getting his touchdowns, and they're still finding ways to put up good, high-scoring numbers against these teams. And so definitely a good start, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback.
0: Yeah, good start. Um, You can tell they're missing Tyreek Hill, especially on some, you know, some when some of those plays that are like you know, you know really uh really you know these plays that you need to get a first down on, um you know because you know Kelsey's really the only explosive receiver they have on the chamber. I mean they have Juju Smith-Schuster, which he is a I good receiver. Um, but you haven't yeah you haven't really seen his full potential uh in the, in this offense. So yeah, it is a good it is a good start so far. Uh, I would say the Colts game, you know like you said, it's a bit of a fluke probably. Um or, or maybe it's a sign that the Colts are starting to wake up. Who knows, but um yeah, if you're a Chiefs fan, you know, I'd be feeling good and you know, don't worry about the Colts loss. Uh, I mean, what, what do you got next you, next uh, this week, you're going up against the Bucks and if you beat the Bucks, uh, you know, you're gonna be good for the next like four games that you got.
1: And like I said, it's Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, good uh, good play callers, good. They execute on the field, so I'm not I'm not worried about their them losing to uh, the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, but definitely a good start for them.
0: All right, the next one's a little bit tough to decide: the Denver Broncos.
1: Well, it's not tough for me. I'm going to say Bad Shark, even though they're <laughs> two and one Yeah. They're, def- they're two and one on no paper. But uh, if you actually watch these these teams, or the team actually you play, it just does not look good on the field, what they're producing. I still have questions about the coaching. The coaching decision doesn't seem to know how to manage a clock, doesn't know what plays to call. Russell Wilson hasn't looked the greatest either. Yeah, they're winning, but they know barely when you know they beat the texans uh 16 to 9 and then beat the 49ers um by uh by one point it was 11 to 10 which yeah. was a very very boring game <laughs> but they only um won that because you know the defense but i definitely definitely think it's a bad shirt and um I just I don't know it just the team the offense seems dead and there's just seems no life into them and it just I think it starts with that coaching
0: yeah you kind of expect a little bit more when they shelled out so much money for Russell Wilson and they do have a good receiving core in there with Jarek Judy and Cortland Sutton um once again we got the, the run game just doesn't seem to be there uh the passing game just seemed they seem to be off the receivers seem to be off um you know, even you know, the the Bucks' defense is probably the, the their strongest suit right now. And even then, you know, with them barely winning these games, I mean, you know, you, you got to start to wonder, like, okay, do we the bolster everything on this team? Um, yeah, they're not starting out great. And I mean, even though they are over five hundred, they do have a winning record right now. I do agree; it's a it's a bit of a bad chart here.
1: I mean, they had three points, I want to say, up to the fourth quarter. And when they were at home playing the 49ers, and when your own home stadium is booing uh, you're the Broncos because they're ha- they haven't been putting up points, they just spend three and out, three and out, three and out all the time. And when your own fan base is booing you, even though you're winning, even though you're 2-1, and one, uh, it's a bad sign. You know, Definitely a bad sign bad start yeah. and when your but fans have it. to
0: count down the the play clock for you too and yeah. that was week uh, two against the texans yeah something's something's not right there something i mean okay a lot of things aren't right there <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but they got the raiders next week the colts and then the chargers so those might be you know they might be able to pull some wins out of those if they can get it together yeah if they can get it together we'll see though but definitely a bad shirt
0: all right let's talk about the chargers because, okay. yeah, um, definitely a bad
1: shirt. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I we think in, no. Came, week we came, one,
0: well, we ahead. came into the season. I mean, they're elect. They were. They had an electrifying roster. You know, with Justin Herbert behind the behind shotgun. You know, you you know you're going to put up some points, and um they're just been a little bit disappointing. Obviously, last game against the Jaguars, Herbert was playing with those bruised ribs. And then against the Chiefs, I mean that's a tough ask any day of the week. They go up against the Chiefs, but you know they got battered and bruised, and, and they got a lot of injuries right now. Um, their defense took a big hit by losing Joey Bosa uh, last week, um, so you know th- their defense isn't looking too good. But hopefully their offense can get you know can pick up the pace again. But here's the thing, Greedy. Last year, what lost them the most games? It was their defense. Justin Herbert can put up 30, 30 some points but the the uh, the other opposing team will put up 37. Um so they definitely got a they definitely got to get some some extra guys in there to help with their defense after Joey Bosa's departure.
1: And they definitely need um Justin Herbert to heal uh rib rib injuries are no joke. Uh it's one of those injuries like you don't know how much you use it until you either bruise it or until you hurt it. And then you're like, oh, man, I definitely, you know, took advantage of this body part. Um, So he definitely needs to heal up. He probably shouldn't have played last week. Uh, But they got embarrassed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And who knows? They might be, you know, a good good team. But, you know, they just, when you lose 38-10, to 10, is it not a good sign? And then, you, like you said, they lost Joey Boza in that game. So it just, you know, this high, maybe we did set the standard too high. And like we're just making our bad chart on like those standards that we had, but they last year, you know that if they didn't, if they they should have made the playoffs and they should have had like last year could have been their year to do it, but they blew it and then they got reinforcements this year with that defense and then now they're starting to. That reinforcements is starting to get hurt, and it's just not looking good right now. And they do have an easy schedule coming up. They have the Texans, the Browns, Broncos, the Seahawks, so they can they'll they'll get back on the feet. I have faith in them. Like I said, Herbert needs to be healthy, and Austin Eckler, who's a great running back, I think he'll get going. And then uh, they're also missing Keenan Allen, which is a top wide receiver for Justin Herbert he's been out for a couple of weeks he'll be coming back this week hopefully so i think i think they'll hit the ground and they'll start running again
0: yeah they're starting off on a bad on a bad foot but i think they can definitely turn it around and like i said with justin herbert i mean anything's possible and you know he might be one of those players who's locked on a team that just never gets over the hump um but hopefully he can uh, he he can get them over that hump because uh, you know it'd be it'd be a shame to see justin herbert go through his whole career and not get to a super bowl. Cause once you get a good quarterback, you kind of want to keep him. you know, that's why a yeah. lot of these quarterbacks, they get to their thirties, late thirties, and they just kind of retire. And they've been on the same team for a while. You know, look at Derek Carr.
1: Yeah, I agree. Or Tom Brady, you know,
0: <laughs> speaking of Derek Carr.
1: Yeah. The, the Raiders. Uh, yeah. Oakland, or Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, definitely. I want to say the biggest bad chart out of the NFL. Yeah, This team is, like, so far the biggest letdown with the trade of Devontae Adams, which was uh, Packers' uh, biggest uh, wide receiver, so they traded for him. This defense just seems non-existent for the Raiders. It just, I don't know, like, do they send the defense home every game? Like, it just seems horrible. Um, they just are really crapping the bed. They're 0-3, definitely the biggest shirt right now.
0: Yeah, they're the only team that hasn't gotten a win yet. They've played some close games, but they haven't been able to close them out. And that's one of the things that, you know, we talk about with other teams like the Lions and the Command, like all these other teams out there that we say, like, they got to close out games. And a lot of those teams are learning how to do that. The Raiders just have not learned how to do that. They they let the Cardinals come back in, in week uh, week two, the the win in overtime. Uh, they let the Chargers go down the field for for the final points of that game. And then also last week they just they let the Titans, who seemed kind of to be sleepwalking, just destroy them in in the in the in in the final like half of that game. So yeah, Raiders. Uh, if I was a Raiders fan, I'd be I'd be uh, panicking right now. Zero three is not a good start. Even though you're going against the Broncos this week, uh, you're kind of going in there with uh w- you know w- with some concerns, obviously. But you know we'll see if they can finally get a win this week uh if they can't uh then yeah definitely push that panic button because uh you don't got a you don't got a cupcake season that's for sure.
1: Yeah and uh like I said this is so far the biggest disappointment to this season which I uh, they should have won a couple of those games but definitely I had high hopes for them. Definitely uh the standards are a little high for them and they're not meeting those standards right now. Right. All right, so that's the AFC West. So only one good start, which is Kansas City Chief, and then three bad shirts.
0: Yeah, it's a rough rough division for fans, uh but if you're a Chiefs, you're the Chiefs, you you're, you're going to be looking good. I mean, you you get to play the Broncos twice and the Raiders twice and the Chargers twice and you could probably sneak out wins on all of those.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely can sneak out a few wins right there.
0: All right, we're moving on to our, our League, the AFC North. And of course, we're going to start with the Cleveland Browns who started off with a win against the Panthers. It was closer than we wanted it to be, but we snuck we got the win. We had a really bad chart against the Jets. We lost right at should the end. Should
1: have won that one. Should have won that should one. Should
0: have won, obviously should have won. We looked be great. Reno. We looked great the entire game, but we just—I don't know what happened at the end there with our defense. And then we did beat the Steelers pretty, uh, pretty handily. Uh, we got like that last-minute touchdown, um, which uh, was a um, like a weird, like Steelers trick play that went awry, and we got a touchdown on that, which was really fun to see at the last second. Um, so, so far, I think the offense is running pretty smoothly. I don't know if you agree. I do think we got a good start going right now. Um, but our, I mean, we're going to see how we play against the Falcons and the, and the Chargers That really determine how well we're going to do against some, some, some better teams. Um, because we do seem to play down to our competition, which is why the Panthers and the Jets and the Steelers are able to hang in there in the, in the games that we play against them. Um, So if it isn't, you know, if it isn't one thing affecting us like the defense, it's another like our offense being a little bit slow. But I think Amari Cooper has fit into the scheme pretty well so far. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been playing really well. Uh, And we just we just need our defense to finish games. You know, like we were saying with the Panthers game and the Jets game, the defense just kind of gave up in the second quarter of those games and, and kept those other teams in it. What do you think?
1: Oh, I agree 100%. Our defense, good start, obviously. The offense looks there. The offense looks comfortable with Jacoby Brissett in there. Uh, Deshaun Watson will be coming back here eventually. So it almost might be like restarting the season almost because with a new quarterback who hasn't played in a long time. Um, but I definitely agree with the defense. What you are saying is that defense, No, we got some high-power offenses coming in, you know, these next few weeks with the Falcons and the Chargers. And I I'm kind of concerned because I don't think our offense could keep up with that with uh, Jacoby percent Yeah, we're you know putting up points, but I don't know it doesn't seem to be like enough for our offensively wise. But defense uh, they definitely need to get it together. And I still think Joe Woods will be fired here in a few weeks. But I I 100% agree that you know the defense needs to step up. And then Miles Garrett probably won't play this weekend because he was in a car accident um he's okay just minor uh injuries nothing significant um so without uh clowney and miles Garrett might be a little rough even on the defense so it's it's going to be a rough bump right here i think uh we, we will have a speed bump here but i think we'll, we'll get back over that bump and driving again so hopefully hopefully hopefully
0: yeah i mean i'm looking at our schedule and we don't i mean oof. Yeah, if we don't play to our best potential each week, we're definitely going to be struggling towards the end of it cuz I mean, not only is our decision, the division highly competitive with the Steelers, Ravens and Bengals, but then we also have to contend with like the Dolphins, the Bucks, the Bills and um the the Saints later on. So, yeah, we're it's definitely we're starting off good and hopefully we can keep rolling and hopefully win, you know, PO those. Yeah. Well, hopefully when local Predator Deshaun Watson gets into the shotgun. He plays lights out because we've overpaid him. And if he stinks, I, uh, I'm just going to go into a corner and cry. So yeah, uh, at least with Jacoby percent I mean, everyone looks comfortable. Like you said, the the, 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 offense is moving. So, you know, if we start off poorly with Watson, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I see, I see them switching out for Jacoby. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Who knows? But definitely, uh, we, we, like we paid
0: decent. too much for him. So you know,
1: it's a decent start. I going to say good start. It's like almost there as a for a good start. Almost. Oh, yes.
0: We gotta we gotta go go we'll go by the rules of the game. So good start for oh, the Browns.
1: Okay. Good start. Yep, yep.
0: Speaking of good starts, we got the Ravens.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> our biggest rivalry. Uh, the only one that I'm kind of afraid of in our division right now. Um, Lamar Jackson's definitely a front runner for MVP, most valuable player for the season. He is just playing lights out right now. He, um, he has Mark Andrews, which is a tight end, his biggest target this year. So far, uh, kind of like a Kansas city chiefs with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Lamar Jackson just loves his tight end, um, Mark Andrews. And he's also swifty on his feet and he, the Ravens are just making big plays right now. They only lost to the Dolphins so far, which was a good game. They kind of blew that one out. Uh, they were up by a big point. A uh, big score, you can go back to week, I think it was week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to our thoughts and opinions on that. Um, so I think I think Ravens might have a good year, and I'm concerned that they might beat the, sweep the Browns. Um, but the Ravens' defense, the only thing uh, question about the Ravens is their defense. Uh, the defense is kind of like the Browns where the secondary was supposed to be like this big, good secondary, and then they're kind of giving up these big plays. But with Lamar Jackson behind center, I think that will be just fine.
0: Yeah, uh, they're definitely going to have to pay Lamar Jackson a lot of money this year. And uh, it was a funny – I don't remember who said it. There was a joke that someone said, like, you know, with every with every play in the game against the Patriots, you know, Lamar's salary was going up by, like, $10 million or something like that, you know? Like, because he was just – over and over and over again, he was just doing these amazing, like, runs, throws, scrambles, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, with Lamar Jackson behind center, uh, Ravens are, are looking good. Um, that game against the Dolphins, like, you know – Obviously, they lost that, and the Dolphins—they allowed the Dolphins to come back so, like, in a in a brilliant fashion. Um, but really I think great. you know they were still able—they were still able to put up the points. You know, it, it was you know they put up 38 points against 42, and against the Patriots, 37 points. If they can go—if they go 30 plus in each game that they play this year, I mean, they'll they'll probably be fine against 90 percent of their schedule, honestly.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll be fine, and they'll definitely be uh in the playoffs and they could make a decent run for the Super Bowl and Lamar Jackson he is playing he's is his end of his contract year and people always say you know if it's the end of the contract year they're gonna play lights out and man is he proving that point right and if he, the Ravens don't pay him someone will be paying them big big, big money.
0: Oh yeah okay. All right let's uh let's talk about uh our biggest rivals The the, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers starting off one and two. Um, Look, I've kind of been like a Mitch Trubisky apologist for the past like three weeks, but uh, that performance against us kind of sullied my opinion of him. Um, So I'm kind of in the same boat as everyone else right now where Mitch is not going to win you games. And I think the Steelers are just going to struggle offensively until they put Kenny Pickett pick it into the lineup
1: yeah i agree the defense is there the f- defense is phenomenal probably like one of the top three defenses in the nfl yeah they did lose um tj watt and he'll but he'll be back towards like mid halfway through the season um that minka Fitzpatrick, patrick he's getting an interception it seems almost every game the defense is there the defense is you know top notch but the offense just seems you know dead and the offense just not doesn't seem there to be there. Najee Harris hasn't been doing much. They have this great uh wide receiver rookie that's George Pickens who I've been seeing a lot of videos where he's getting open but Mitch Trubisky's not throwing the ball so uh George Pickens is kind of throwing a little hissy fit. I don't want to say like Antonio Brown hissy fit, but he's definitely He's definitely getting upset, and I think uh, as Yemi predicted this year, he once he gets in, I think the Steelers' offense will catch up to that defense, and maybe not as right away, maybe not as you no know, dominant as the defense, but I think they will be putting up more points than what Mitch Trubisky is currently doing right now.
0: Yeah, I think what people are most afraid of right now is that Mike Tomlin. He's kind of like an old school coach, so like you know the rookie sits their first year for the entire year. But I mean, look, I mean, it, it, we've seen results, you know, like they have a good wide receiver core. They have good, they have a good rushing offense when it's, when it's going. Um. But the one key part that they're kind of missing right now is like that quarterback thing that can get them over the hump. And, and Mitch is just not that guy. He's, he's a stopgap quarterback in this system for sure. He's a good backup. You know, I, I think that Mitch would be a great backup for, for a team. But I don't think that he has the potential to be a starter right now in this NFL environment. Maybe back when he was on the Bears, he was he was he was worth being a, a starter there. And but nowadays, I, I just don't see it. And um, yeah, I, I think that look if if they go out there and lose against the Jets, uh, people are gonna be. I mean, people are gonna be pretty Probably, upset. Man. I yeah,
1: mean, I he, even the, even the, Snoop
0: Dogg the, like is calling up tomlin and asking him like hey can you fire like this, uh, this this coordinator and yeah we'll see what happens
1: yeah i didn't mean the tighten i'm at the jets and i think i think they will win which will be fine you know they might squeeze out a win i don't think they'll win by much but then they have the bills and the buccaneers and the dolphins and then the eagles so we'll definitely see Ken and Pickett, kenny Pickett in at least one of these games, because I don't think Mitch Trubisky will be able to keep up with that, especially the bills, especially the dolphins, maybe the Buccaneers, but I doubt it. But yeah, we'll definitely see him here within a few weeks.
0: Yeah. So a bad start for the Steelers bad and probably chart, yep. won't be clean underwear until their offense gets moving better.
1: Yep. Speaking of offenses. That, oh, go ahead. That, I, I was going to say real quick, because Mitch is a hometown uh, kid, I feel bad for saying that, but you know it is what it is.
0: Well, yeah, like I said, I I, I kind of knew him in in high school, but yeah, I was I... a senior and he was a freshman, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, speaking of offenses that um, are moving, uh, the Bengals seem to kind of get into a groove uh, against the Jets, but they're starting off one and two, which is not what people expected after they had a Super Bowl, uh, a Super Bowl appearance appearance yes that's <laughs> yeah. that's the word
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm going to say bad sharp for them because uh the offense has been struggling a few weeks they um on paper they upgraded their offensive line that was the biggest off season news for the Bengals because that's what they struggled with when playing the uh the rams in the super bowl um but the offense line just looks horrible and uh joe burrow so most sacked qb already within, you know, a few weeks of just NFL play. And it just hasn't been looking that pretty. Uh, Vic Pearson, who's been an excellent kicker, he's missing some kicks too. Um, uh, Chase has been looking, you know, himself, he's been fine. But Joe Burrow, his QB play hasn't been top-notch as it was, you know, the NFL uh, playoffs last year. And so people have been questioning that. Um, the offensive line, that offensive line's been struggling, and then the defense has been struggling as well. So definitely a bad chart for me.
0: Yeah, definitely a bad chart. Um, I mean, they're handed a, uh, they were handed a, the Cowboys without Dak Prescott, and you think, oh, yeah, the Bengals should win this one. No, somehow, somehow <laughs> they get you know they, yeah. they they get beat by Cooper Rush, which I mean, I guess you know seeing you know seeing this performance from him this week too, like you know he looked pretty good, but. It's good that they beat the Jets. I think that, you know, I think that's going to put them on the right foot, but I think they're going to go back on the wrong foot because they got the Dolphins and the Ravens next and, you know, I don't I don't think that they are playing well enough to beat either of those teams right now. Um, and Joe Burrow, I mean, it's just, it's a ticking time bomb to see if Joe Burrow gets hurt again this year because of that offensive line. You know, he was hurt, uh, in his rookie season, he was playing lights out, but the Bengals just do not have a good enough offensive line. They still don't have a good enough offensive line. And you're going to, you know, the Bengals are going to get their, the best quarterback they've had in years hurt. Again, because they just can't protect him, and it's sad because Joe Burrow is an electric player. He's really good in in the position, and you want to see him succeed, even though he's in you know he's in our you know he's in the, you know in our league. Uh, you do want to see him succeed though, because he looks great when he's playing on point and when he he has good coverage. But like you said, being the most sacked quarterback in week three already is not going to bode well for his health in the near future.
1: Health is also a big concern, but that offense of line is the, the biggest biggest concern. And uh, with the schedule coming up, it, they definitely need to put it into gear. Like I said, Jamal J- Chase is looking great. T. Higgins also looking great. You know, those are two stud of wide receivers. And just but Joe Burrow doesn't have time to get them the ball because he's sacked in like .2 seconds. It seems like yeah. So definitely not too good of a. Or bad chart,
0: Bad chart yeah. starting off, and you might see him chart a little bit more uh, against the Dolphins and the Ravens. So I, I I'm expecting a uh, four losses and one win at the end of week five. Okay, Um so yeah, two good starts and two bad charts. It's it's kind of evened out here in the AFC North, but. You know, uh, all four of these teams are frisky, so I, 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 you know, going up against them is 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 never going to be a sure victory. But
1: yeah, you never know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's either if the Bengals don't wake up, it's either going to be the Browns or the Ravens, you know, clinching the division. But if the Bengals do wake up, then it's going to be the Browns, Ravens, and Bengals. So,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: all, all right, right. last team sale. for
0: the. Uh, the Amer the American Football Conference I guess they're calling it um the AFC South uh and we're gonna start off with a surprising team the Jaguars we went into this season going they're gonna still be bad they're gonna still be bad you know they they would you know they overpaid for wide receivers and blah 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 and uh the offense has been humming um they got um the old Eagles coach who won a Super Bowl with them um Doug Doug Peterson. Uh and he seems to have turned the offense around a complete 180. And to top it off, their defense is playing lights out these past 2 weeks. I mean they they shut out the Colts, which was supposed to be some electrifying offense. Uh they they held um uh Taylor, their Jonathan Taylor to like hardly any yards. Um, and they, they didn't allow a single point in that game. And then you look at the Chargers, who also have a pretty— I mean, you know we already talked about them. You know, obviously, they're banged up a little bit, uh, but they only allowed them to get 10 points. So the defense and the offense of the Jaguars right now are looking really, really good, and the true test comes this week against the Eagles.
1: Yeah, uh, the only loss is to the Washington Commanders, which I don't know how they lost to them, which is kind of like one of those head-scratching games. But I I don't know if that woke them up, but lately, like you said, Colts, they beat them 24 to nothing, then they shut down the Chargers. If the defense, if they beat the Eagles, which will be insane, like if they beat the Eagles, then I might have them in, you know, like an underdog for a playoff berth because that's like their hardest competition after that. I mean, they have the Giants, the Raiders lions maybe might be a little tough titans might be a little tough but other than that they play texans jets um twice uh giants you know those are all winnable games So definitely a lighter end of the schedule um after this weekend but if they can beat the eagles and sneak out a victory then who knows what will happen but definitely a good start especially uh after last year what they went through with urban meyer being the coach it's amazing what uh, what change of a coach can do to you you know and you and your team and i think they got the right guy in there and trevor lawrence has been looking lights out james Robinson, the running back has been looking great and like you said the defense has been phenomenal as well
0: yeah we'll see if um doug peterson has anything up his sleeve for the eagles i mean like i said he was their coach for quite a while they got a super bowl win with them um but yeah good good coaching is always going to turn a team around we saw it with the browns we're seeing it now with the Jaguars um, you know you've seen it with the Chiefs and stuff too so you know you, you always want you, you know you always want to have a good coach in there who knows what he's doing got a good you know got a good head on his shoulders you know Urban Meyer last year he just I don't know he, he just didn't seem to be into the whole NFL scene and he went back to college football after after getting kicked off the team so you know it, it's one of those things it's like yeah I I, I I they are the underdogs and you know it, it you know should you be rooting for them yeah you can yeah yeah i think they'd be a good team to root for they got that they got Trevor Lawrence in there with a with a bunch of good wide receivers um they got a good running game right now and yeah you know, their defense is playing great so it's definitely a good start for the jaguars and hopefully they can keep it up uh but i am predicting that they are going to lose against the eagles but they can easily have an over 500 record or more throughout the season
1: yeah like i said the schedule seems really light after that so Definitely, definitely an ideal
0: schedule for an ideal team. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts, who made some big moves in the offseason. They 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 booted Carson Wentz out of the out of the out of the out of the team, and they got Matt Ryan, who is a veteran QB, who didn't. I mean, he wasn't looking amazing on the Falcons, but you know, you, you expect him to, you know, kind of be better in a different scheme and, and, and whatever. But um, yeah, they, their offense hasn't been moving too good and uh, the defense hasn't been playing too well, but they did get a win against the Chiefs, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Shocking. Um, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a bad start though, for them, because we had these high standards for coming into the season, especially how electrifying the Colts were uh, last year. They were one of the top like powerhouses, offensively um coming into this year you know they upgraded their offense upgraded their qb the defense you know they got reinforcements because they had a couple of injuries last year but it just seems like dead like the colts says don't seem like they want to play football and jonathan taylor hasn't been doing much uh matt ryan he's been making some good throws i i don't want to blame him but the coaching as well has been kind of questionable they, did, they mean you tied the Texans, so they're 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Um, But you got embarrassed by the Jaguars, and then you beat the Chiefs. Yeah, somehow you beat the Chiefs. I don't know. Like I said, it was a yeah, it was weird game, maybe. Uh, it's just one of those, like, how did this happen kind of thing. So, yeah, definitely a bad start right now.
0: Yeah, the Colts are a good indication of, like, how crazy this season is because, like, you know, they've, they've lost in a bad way. They've mm-hmm. tied – in a boring way. And then they won in like an exciting way. So it's like, what, 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 how do you predict their next game? You know, are they going to yeah. be uh, out there and electrifying again? Or are they going to get shut out again? You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it definitely, definitely is tough. They uh, play the Titans, I believe this weekend. So also a kind of a questionable team. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting game to watch. Yeah.
0: Bad shot for the Colts. Um, definitely. And yeah, you mentioned the tit- the Titans. Uh yeah, let's talk them. about them. Yeah. Go on.
1: Uh also a little bit of a bad chart right there. Um another they have like a top five running back. Um he just came back from injury. Um he's kind of been looking not electrifying as he normally does. Uh the offense, I think the biggest takeaway from the Titans season is the offense. The offense has been looking dead. Like nothing's been like clicking, nothing's been going, nothing's been working, it seems like. Uh they got embarrassed by the Bills. Uh they lost to the Giants uh by it was only one point. And then they beat the Raiders by two points. So it just seems my biggest concern is that uh offense offense right now, and they do have Ryan Tanne- uh Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. Um so he's you know, he can get the job done, but my biggest concern is uh Derrick Henry uh not playing up to what he used used to be. And he could be starting slow, which is fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we were at B-Dubs the other the, you know, this left week and I even mentioned looking at the screen with the Titans game like he just he looks like he's running slow. He's like in, in he's in a bit of a slow motion. Um he's not playing as well as he used to, but you know, I I mean, he might still be getting over that foot injury he had last year. Uh, but i mean ryan Tannehill, i mean who's he got to throw to uh, that's the other thing too like i know they were never really that huge like a big passing team but they took away you know julio jones is gone and aj brown is gone so you know he's throwing to some, he's throwing to a rookie he's throwing to some other players who i don't even know their names right now um so they don't really have like an electrifying offense and you know if the offense isn't electric is an electric then you got to rely on your defense well That has also not been super electric either. So it's definitely been a bad shart for the Titans.
1: Yeah, definitely losing those receivers definitely hurt them big, big time.
0: All right, let's move on to the Texans, who they're the other team with the tie in the league. And they also lost both of their other games that they've played. Um, The Texans, um, did I say the Texans? I I don't remember what I said. But yeah, the Texans, um, they. they they played for a tie in their first game which was not a good sign. Uh bad mm-hmm. coaching decision there. Um and then, you know, they looked pr- I mean they looked okay against like the Bears, you know, uh Davis Mills doesn't look bad, but he's also not looking good. I mean, he threw some he threw some pretty bad interceptions uh last week. So right now, I mean, the Texans are just kind of like a they they definitely are like, you know, like they're definitely the worst team in the league right now right you know i mean i know the raiders are zero and three but the texas just they don't have a good enough roster yet they're still kind of in like a rebuild mode they have a quarterback that they could build around um but i don't know if they have the right coach right now to get the uh, to get the full potential out of mills
1: yeah the um, yeah i mean i don't know i still have my questions about davis mills and they should if the Texans didn't tie the colts they would they would definitely be the other team to be oh and three right now the Colts should have beat them, um, so that's why we said the only team is uh, Raiders because they haven't tied, so a tie technically, you know, it's not a win, it's not a loss, so that's why they're not 0-3. Um, yeah, it's just, eh, I don't know, you lost against the Broncos, you only put nine points up, which is, you know, just field goals only. The offense doesn't seem to be there yet, and it's kind of sad because they have Brandon Cooks, who is a great wide receiver. Uh, the, I think the Browns should have went got him you know, in the off season, as well as, you know, Amari Cooper, um, you know, kind of free him out of there, but yeah, the defense doesn't seem to be there and it just seems like an overall, just like a kind of a sleeper boring kind of team so far.
0: Yeah. Nothing, nothing too interesting happening over in the Texans land. Uh, but yeah, definitely a bad chart for them. And, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 don't normally predict these types of things, um, but it, it feels like they're gonna be, you know, like a, a, a like a two, and, and like thirteen and one kind of team, you know. I don't see many wins in their future, even though their schedule isn't. I mean, well, I guess their schedule is pretty tough later on, but yeah, I mean, I don't see them winning too many games. If I mean, they might not win one at all at this point. Who knows?
1: <laughs> it kind of seems like that. But yep, that's the AFC South, and it's kind of crazy to think that the Jaguars are the best one out of, you know, when we all thought the Colts were going to win this division by ease, which they still can, but just right now it just seems, you no know, like it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, if the gears start turning for the Colts, then we're going to be singing a different tune, but right now the Jaguars look like the best well-put-together team in that division, which is crazy after last year's season.
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: All right, let's head over to the National Football Conference, the NFC, uh, and we're going to start off with the uh, Super Bowl winning and maybe Super Bowl bound uh, Philadelphia Eagles, who are being held, um, led by uh, the electrifying Jalen Hurts. They got a great offense right now, and they got a great defense to boot. Uh, we've kind of, we kind of sang their praises last week. Um, but uh, they looked really good against all the teams that they've played, um, and yeah, I mean, right now the Eagles are the team to beat in the NFC.
1: Yeah, they look great. Jalen Hurts looks himself. He looks comfortable. He, you know, he's one of those uh, Lamar Jackson-esque kind of players where, he, if he needs to run, he'll run down your throat. If he needs to throw, he'll throw it down, or yeah, throw it. He'll throw it down your throat as well. The addition of A.J. Brown along with Devontae Smith, you know, it's a great pickup. Uh, adding A.J. Brown, I think, just pushed that offense over over the edge, like, good-wise. Um, made them, you know, the powerhouse that they are today. And that defense, Darius Slade, is a really good uh, defensive back for them. Defense is looking good. And, yeah, the Eagles are definitely the team to beat. Definitely a good start for them.
0: Yeah, last, the last two weeks, um, the Commanders only got eight points and the Vikings only had seven. Um, so, you know, the defense definitely is, is, is cooking right now. And, uh, yeah, they're they got they 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 don't have the easiest schedule, but they don't also they also don't have like a, a, a terribly hard schedule. Um, I definitely think that the Eagles are going to be getting a playoff berth this year if they keep it up. And, uh, they they got the right pieces, they got they got the right coach, they got the right defensive coordinator. Uh, they're humming right now, and like I said, they're the team to beat right now, they're three and zero right now, so it's definitely a good start. And, um, they they got they, they definitely have like the hearts and minds of like everyone in the football right now on their side.
1: Absolutely, and it's definitely definitely good for them being in that or not that division, but like in the NFC in general.
0: Well, so. yeah, the NFC East is a is a is a bit of a a bit of a question mark. Uh, the Cowboys right now. We'll move on to the Cowboys. Uh, they lost Dak Prescott, and you thought that now got better. yeah and they somehow just like got better i mean the defense has looked really good for the cowboys speaking of good defenses they played really well against the giants which i mean obviously isn't like a huge thing i mean the giants are still one of those teams that you're like ah, they're not like amazing but you know at least they're like an average team uh but the cowboys looked you know their defense looked good against them and cooper rush i mean i don't i don't know where this guy came from you know uh but uh he played really well in his first two games and you know, it's 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 kind of interesting that the Cowboys lost. Their only loss was uh, against the Buccaneers, and they had Dak Prescott for most of that game.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, we were freaking out uh, week one during our episode, saying hit the panic button. Definitely gonna hit the panic button. And now they're kind of you know taking the panic button off, and um, they look then looking good. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Giants. You know, they beat them. I won't. won't say confidently, but they, you know, they look comfortable. Their running back Seek, Seekel Elliott's looking comfortable again, the wide receiver, Tony Pollard. And if Dak can come back and be the electrifying QB that he's been last year, I think they'll they'll look be just fine. And who knows, maybe the Buccaneers game was just a fluke, but who knows what's happening. Now it'll be it'll be one of the talks uh if Dak Prescott comes back and they start losing again then we'll be kind of scratching our heads being like, is he actually good? Like what's going on? You know?
0: Yeah. That, that, I mean, right now, you know, Cooper rush being in there and he's playing well, you know, people are like, Oh, why even take him out. But it's like, yeah, but you got Dak Prescott, um, coming back. Yeah. You also paid him a lot of money. I, I still think Dak is probably, it's probably going to be the better quarterback out of two, but obviously stranger things have happened in, in the league, uh, you know, uh, in the, in the past, uh, but yeah, right now, Cowboys, they they have a good a good start right now, and it's crazy that they're getting this good start with the backup quarterback that, you know, we, we didn't even know was in the league. So good work, Cowboys. You did something right.
1: America's team.
0: <laughs> America's team. You know, every year, and we say this, we probably said this already like two times, but every year people hype up the Cowboys a lot, and you, you don't really want to buy into it because most times they don't even make it to the playoffs, but Yeah, this year they're looking a lot better than they did in the past. And um, you know, once they get once they get uh, Dak back, uh hopefully they continue to roll.
1: That'll be the biggest question is can they win with Dak?
0: All right, let's talk about the Giants. Um they're another team that uh you know they they uh they started off on the wrong foot, but they got on the right foot pretty quickly. Uh well actually no, they won against the Titans. So they actually started on the right on the right foot and then got into the wrong foot with the Or wait. They lost the, Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, they like, lost to the Cowboys. Cut this. Cut <laughs> <Last> this. <one.
0: laughs> God damn it. The last game was they they, they 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 stayed in that game against the Cowboys though. I watched that one all the way through. It was it was a uh, up to the it was like a last minute type of game. Um Daniel Jones just does not seem to be the answer for the Giants. And he is definitely playing for his job right now. Like, you know, he's doing well enough to win them a couple games, but he's also not playing well enough to win close contests against better defenses and offenses. So, um, yeah, I think the Giants are going to be searching for a new QB next year. Uh, I think they're going to ride with Daniel Jones for the rest of the year just to kind of maybe showcase his talents for other teams who might want to trade for <laughs> him. But,. Yeah, I think this is I think this is the end of the road for Danny Dimes and in
1: in Nyack. Yeah, definitely agree and the coaching just hasn't seen I me. Mean, Brian Day, will, Uh he seemed to be alright. Um but they're barely beating these teams and no they barely beat Titans by 1 point. They beat the Panthers 19 to 16. Um that was a field goal only game it seems like. Um then they lost to the Giants by by a little bit. Um I don't know. I mean, I will say good start because it's impressive because they did win two games that we expected them to win none so far. Um, So definitely a good start, but you know, that offense also, they lost uh, Sterling Shepard to an ACL. So he'll be out the rest of the year. So there goes a weapon for Danny Dimes. Um, Definitely, definitely have to see more from that offense and that defense hasn't seemed too impressive either. So I I don't know. I think, I think it's, there's no up for them i don't think i think it's only either going to continue to flatline or it's going to go down
0: yeah yeah i agree with that um it's definitely they definitely have a winnable game against the bears next but after that they got a pretty tough schedule moving on so um i don't i don't know if they're going to be winning too too many games after this and uh yeah i mean they got Saquon barkley still in there and you know he's looking great uh but yeah the offensive weapons have kind of been dwindling so we'll see how we'll see how Danny Dimes does. But yeah, it's it's a good start so far, but I don't think this is gonna last.
1: I I agree with that. Uh speaking of not lasting, let's go to the Washington <laughs> Commanders. Um does I I don't know what to make of this team. I know uh Nomad Eric and Coco might be coming after us after this, but definitely not a good start. Um I mean I mean bad start. Um that, that offensive line doesn't seem to be there. That defense is not there. I know they're missing a key piece in uh, Chase Young, but um, I, I do think he'll might booster that defense a little bit. Carson Wentz, you know, he's an average quarterback. I know a lot is not his fault, but he's still making those throws that you question, still throwing interceptions. He's still, you know, getting the most sack. Or he's not the most sack, but he's taking sacks. He was last week, he was sacked like nine or 10 times in a single game, which is crazy. Um, So that offensive line is struggling big time. So that Washington or uh, the offensive line needs to get it together. Uh, They do have good receivers. You know, Terry McLaurin is really good. He's a stud and just overall right now, it's just been a bad start and I don't think it's going to get easier for them either.
0: Yeah. They they got, they got a poopy diaper right now. Um, Like, I I don't know it, it it just doesn't seem there doesn't seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel with this team, um and you know you get you get the Carson Wentz experience you know you know you know he's throwing sometimes he throws like a, a really good ball and and gets a touchdown and then other times he's throwing a, a really bad interception and. Um, you know, you just you just wonder which version of Carson West is coming onto the field for you know certain drives. Like you know when 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 you know each each like four downs, you're wondering which version of Carson West you're gonna get. Uh, you you know maybe you should start thinking about the future of your quarterback position. Um, but yeah, I mean the the Commanders they're starting off with a bad start here. The only win they had was a close contest against the Jaguars, um, but they've lost the other two. Uh, and, uh, I guess we'll see how they do against the Cowboys, um, who might, who, who might be an easier team for them to, to beat, but, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, they definitely need to build around, uh, Carson Wentz. I think he is a build aroundable QB, so they should keep him for, you know, maybe a few years, but after that, yeah, they definitely want to look at the QB's position.
0: Yeah. So, um, actually not, not too bad for the, uh. For the NFC East, the uh, three right. good starts, but um, yes, I don't think I think only one of those teams is going to be able to continue with the good. Uh, the other ones might start to fall off off, off of a cliff, but eh, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Definitely. All right, the NFC West. Now, talk about a powerhouse, except for the ugly stepchild, um, <laughs> the Rams. Uh, they did not come out as electrifying as we thought they were, but they were able to get two dubs. Uh, one of them being against the Cardinals, one of them getting, uh, being against the Falcons. Um, you know, the Falcons tried to come back in that game, and we all thought they were going to break their curse, but that didn't happen. Um, and the Cardinals, uh, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't watch that game, so I, I don't really know what happened. But it seems like they were able to hold them back a little bit. But um, you know, that first game against the uh, the Bills uh, was a pretty bad uh, show for the Super Bowl champions. Um, but luckily, they they seem to have turned it around, and um, I, I think that they'll be able to get they'll be able to get at least four more wins the next four weeks uh, if they play to their full potential.
1: Yeah, they definitely. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll get it together. I mean, they still have Cooper Cup. They still oh, yeah. have their they still have their you know dominant Super Bowl core. I'm sure you know they're just kind of sleepwalking a little bit right now. They've been winning. Um, I know they got embarrassed by the Bills, um, but. You know, like we said, the Bills are a powerhouse. Um, but I'm not worried about them. You know, I will say it's a good start, but they definitely need to stop sleeping, sleepwalking and definitely wake up a little bit and prove that you know they're a team to not be best with because you know the Falcons almost came back. Cardinals, yeah, they won twenty to twelve, but I will say that comment till later. Um <laughs> they definitely be- they beat the Cardinals, which is a division rival. Uh so that's good. So I think I think they're just doing fine I think they're kind of just sleepwalking right now and they'll wake up towards near the end of the year
0: yeah we'll see what happens uh they got the 49ers this this week and um, you know the story goes that the 49ers have the Rams number so we'll see uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens there and we'll probably talk about that later um, but they don't have too bad of a schedule looking forward um, you know, well actually they do they do kind of have a rougher one uh, towards the uh for the next few games. But towards the end, they don't have too bad of, of contests to go up against. So, yeah, Rams are looking okay. Um, I, I, you know, we'll, we'll see how they do against the 49ers and the Cowboys and the Panthers. And uh, right now, they do have a good start going on.
1: Yeah, I think I think they'll wake up. I think they'll be fine.
0: All right. The 49ers. Um, I'm going to go out and say it. Bad chart so far. Uh, they lost to the Bills in a, in a game that was very much the weather was a factor so I didn't really want you know I don't really factor that Bears. game in the I thought I said the Bears I must not
1: have no, you said bills <laughs> ah,
0: I meant the Bears um and uh you know the 49ers they lost Trey Lance uh in their second game which sucks you know uh we really wanted to see what Trey could do in the offense uh so Jimmy G is back in and he played a really good game against the Seahawks. And then the Broncos game, he, he seemed to have regressed and the offense just could not get humming. I mean, you have big names on your team uh, like, you know, Debo Samuel and Jerry Judy, Jerry. Jared... <laughs> pardon
1: not Jerry. No, <laughs> Jerry, but, uh, <laughs> sorry. Wrong team. Wrong, team. wrong team.
0: But, you know, you got you got you. They do have a good defense. Um, Pickles, yeah. Yeah, George Kittle. They do have a good defense, so you know defense could bring them to a couple of victories. Uh, but I, you know, I, 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 and I'm also kind of like a Jimmy Garoppolo supporter. Uh, I think that he's going to do fine the rest of the season. But Jimmy G is not going to be the guy to get you to the Super Bowl again. I don't think. Um, and it's just it's unfortunate that Trey Lance got injured. You know, you could definitely tell that the scheme was meant to be around him. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a hard hand to be dealt. And right now they're looking at a bad shard, especially after that loss to the Broncos.
1: Yeah. I never seen a quarterback, though, step out of bounds. And when you step out of bounds in the end zone, that gives the other team two points. And at the same, very same play, he stepped out of bounds and then threw a pick six, but the pick six didn't count because he already stepped out of bounds. And so they got the two point convert or two points a safety. But yeah, like I was high on Jimmy G heading into, you know, this Broncos game. But like you said, he kind of regressed a little bit. But then, you know, who's not looking good against the Seahawks right now? I know. I mean, we'll talk more about them later, but definitely a bad start. And uh, it's a shame because people wanted to see uh, Trey Lance last year. And now they have the opportunity to see him this year. And he just got hurt. And it's just kind of. Kind of upsetting,
0: yeah. It's kind of upsetting for sure. All right, the Arizona Cardinals,
1: Tyler Murray, uh, definitely was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that I'm gonna say bad start. uh I know they kind of have a tougher schedule. Um, uh, would lead starting off, uh, they lost to the Chiefs 44 to 21. And then they uh, made a great comeback against the Raiders. They were down to the Raiders by 20 and made a comeback in overtime. And then they lost to the Rams uh, 20 to 12. Uh, my biggest concern right now, yeah, Kyler Murray can run all day uh, as much as he wants. But that offense just has seemed like not electrifying as we're used to. You no, know, only putting 12 points up against the Rams, uh, like people say, because uh, the contract clause of Kyler Murray um you know he needs to study more and less video games people are up in heels about you know Kyler Murray was playing Call of Duty all weekend not focusing on the game and then yeah it's a tough schedule they have the Panthers next week or this week and then the Eagles and then Seahawks so it kind of lightens up but definitely right now a bad start
0: yeah it's a bad start even though you know they like. Even 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 during the Chiefs game, like they tried to come back in that one. I remember that was going to be a shutout for a while, and then they they got some garbage time touchdowns. Like there are flashes of of the old offense that we know. Um, I I don't think that they're going to be able to really get back into a rhythm until um, you know DeAndre Hopkins comes back, and that's not until Week Six. So uh, we'll see what happens when he comes back. I mean, he's coming back against the Seahawks, so I mean, I'm expecting big points in that game. Uh, for for Duke, uh, or Nuke, I mean, not Duke, Nuke, Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I I just, I don't know, I I think the Cardinals are going to do fine this year, I just think that, you know, they they do have a bit of a rough schedule, but, you know, they also are missing that key piece on the offense that, you know, was was getting them the big explosive plays last year, Uh, and yeah, the Cardinals defense not looking too good, uh, even though they played good, well against the Raiders, but you know at this point it's like, okay, the Raiders were 0-3, so is that really that big of a deal? So
1: <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the Raiders look like they were going to beat them that whole time, and then all of a sudden the Raiders kind of dropped the ball. So yeah, definitely not a good start, and I think it all comes down to Kyler Murray, and maybe they will put that contract clause back in where he has to study film for X amount of hours per week.
0: That would be kind of crazy and uh you know it might be worth it if uh if only to get some wins out of him
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, well, speaking of uh not getting many wins uh, yeah. the Seattle Seahawks uh they look great against the former or Broncos with uh who has the former quarterback Russell Wilson week one he looked fen- they look I wouldn't say phenomenal. I mean, it was kind of one-sided, but, you know, you look at the scoreboard, it was only 17-16. to 16, But Seahawks kind of did dominate, you know, that whole game. Uh, they looked good. We thought, you know, Geno Smith was, you know, an average quarterback. Well, then you flash forward to Week 2. They just got shut out by the 49ers, 27-7. to 7. The offense did not punt of any points. The only seven points that they recently got was a blocked field goal by the mm-hmm. 49 or, uh, the. Seahawks did the 49ers are going for a kick and then they just didn't look that great against the Falcons last week So definitely a bad start and I don't I think their luck is running out. I think uh, They beat the Broncos you no know, good for them. They beat Russell Wilson But I think that's about the end of the road for them.
0: Yeah, it's a nice story for Gino Smith to go out and beat Russell Wilson in the in, in the in the season opener, you know people are chanting his name, but well, I think we even said in that episode, like, yeah, we were high on, you know, we were happy for the team, you know, it was a, it was a great, you know, great showcase uh, or showing, but we knew that they weren't going to be able to keep this up, especially because, you know, their, their defense is not that great. And, you know, Gino is not an amazing quarterback. I mean, he's, he's fine, but you know, they, and, and I, they do have two great wide receivers out there. You know, they got two. you know, they got DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett, but yeah, they're going to
1: get, they're going to get frustrated here. Yeah.
0: Time. I mean, if you don't have a quarterback who can throw them the ball as well as they, 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 I mean, they should be, they, they should be putting up points this year, but yeah, you got Geno Smith at the gun and, uh, you know, their backup lock is also better. Yeah, <laughs> not much better. Probably even worse, much worse, actually, um, so yeah, I think the Seahawks, uh, as we said in week in our in in the our first episode, it's it's pretty much a lost season for the Seahawks. It's, it's a rebuild year. Um and I also I mean I don't know how much longer Pete Carroll's gonna be in the building, but I, I just don't think he's up for this rebuild. I still don't think he's up for this rebuild. And and all that combined makes for a bad shart.
1: Definitely probably I would yeah, I'd probably say the worst uh shart out of the NFC was.
0: Yeah, uh, def- <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe not. Maybe the 49ers. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, to, maybe. Yeah, they're kind <laughs> of
0: on the same level. I mean, at least the Seahawks didn't lose like a star quarterback to injury. Yeah, so. that, that's true.
1: All right. was moved to the NFC North. Uh, the first time, or the first up is uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, I, I want to say decent. I, I keep on saying decent, but I'll give them a good start. Um, they have a big challenge coming up, uh, and uh, it's no question about Kirk Cousins. So uh, he's trying to force feed uh, uh, Jefferson a little too much. Which week one it worked great, you know, beat the Packers, you know, single handedly him and Jefferson. Um, you know what? I'm gonna take, I'm gonna actually take it back. I'm gonna say bad shark because the offense has not looked, you know, too good. They have Adam Thielen, who's been barely getting targets. He's trying to feed, force feed uh, uh, Jefferson, and then last weekend they lost uh, Alvin Cook. So they had all these key players, but it just they've been kind of laying an egg last these last couple of weeks. Even though they are two and one, you no, know, they came back against the Lions, uh, got embarrassed by the Eagles, and then they looked good against the Packers. But ever since that you know, first game, they just been kind of going downhill, and I don't think Kirk Cousins the answer for them.
0: Yeah, you know, week 1, you know, as as I predicted, Packers kind of, you know, laid down and, and didn't do anything. Um mm-hmm. so that kind of is like a fluke game. Um against the Eagles, it showed their kind of like their true colors, you know, against a real team, they they got dominated and you know, the coverage on Jefferson is, is so good right now that he's not getting any balls and any balls that are thrown towards him are either deflected or intercepted in the case of, you know, Slay on the Eagles. Um, against the Lions, I mean, they were they, they did come back pretty handily against the Lions. Uh, obviously, the Lions are, they're a frisky team. They're good enough. Uh, and the Vikings seem to be kind of on, their, on the same level as them. Uh, you know, Lions also have a quarterback that's like, okay, well, I don't know if, you know, Goff is the answer. Well, yeah, Cousins is definitely Is not like, I mean, he he cousins will get you some wins during the year, yeah, for sure. Um, but he's not like, I mean, he's like he's very much like a pocket passer, not really a runner, you know. In this league, you kind of have you need a quarterback who can kind of do both, you know. Um, and I I don't know if I completely agree with a bad chart, but it's definitely not a good start, so it's kind of like in the middle for them, um, and yeah, I mean, Cousins just, he's kind of like a one-track-minded kind of player. You know, if, if Jefferson's on the field, he's going to try and, and force the ball to him, which is kind of funny because when Stephon Diggs was on the Vikings, he wouldn't throw to Stephon Diggs. It was kind of like an Odell and Mayfield situation where, you know, Stephon Diggs was open, but but Cousins just wouldn't throw to him for some reason. He was throwing to yeah, Adam Thielen. Um so yeah, it just seems like the offense isn't like on the same page 100% of the time, and it doesn't seem like Kirk is really using all the weapons at his disposal. I mean, a good quarterback throws the ball around, gives gives wide, uh, gives your whole wide receiver room some yardage to keep defenses on their toes, but when you know that the ball is going straight to Jefferson, it's kind of easy to game plan against them.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of upsetting because Adam Thielen was a great wide receiver a few years ago, and now they got Jefferson, and now Jefferson's, like, stealing everything because Kirk Cousin just only throws at him, it seems like. So it's kind of kind of upsetting.
0: Yeah. So definitely kind of like an in-the-middle type team, but um, we'll just say, you know, bad chart for right now, but it's more so in the middle of the spectrum. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Green Bay Packers. Um So Aaron Rodgers, you know, as I said uh, when we was talking about the Vikings, you know, they kind of didn't really do anything again in that in that week one, which is kind of par for the course with this offense and uh, with the Packers right now. It seems like the last like few years they've lost their home opener almost every year for some reason. Um, But uh, they did have an impressive—I mean, it was a very much a defensive battle, uh, but they did have a good win against the Bucks. And they destroyed the Bears, and um, that's a pretty good start for them, especially against the Buccaneers. Getting a win against the Buccaneers, I mean, you you look at this game and you see Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady squaring off, and and you think that it's going to be like a Buccaneers sided kind of game because you know we did, we had some doubts against about the Packers offense with the new wide receivers in in the building, um, and Adam Lazard being Rodgers' number one, you don't you don't really know like what's going to happen there. And you also have some doubts about their defense, but they played really good ball against the Buccaneers, which is a, you know, a top 10 offense. And um, yeah, they, they, uh, I think they're going to, I think they're going to coast to a nice, uh, a nice season this year, especially because their, their, their schedule isn't that bad. All things considered.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely um, a good, I, I will say a good start considering they lost, you know, a big wide receiver, and they did beat the Buccaneers. That was kind of a it was better than the Sunday night game, but it was a little more boring, too. Um, I'm sorry. This was a Sunday night game. Uh, it yeah. Definitely. It was it was all right. It was a decent game. It was only 14 to 12. But, you know, the Packers are pulling out wins and they they do have a good, easy schedule coming up until they play the Bills in week eight. And then it gets a little harder, but I think that gives enough time for Aaron Rodgers to settle in with his new wide receiver core. And I think they can, you know, they, they will definitely be in the playoffs, but, you know, how far can they make it in the playoffs? That will be, you know, kind of – we have to kind of wait and see what the offense can end up doing. Um, but I, I think good enough. I mean, for what they are given on the field, they're, they're pulling out wins, so it's definitely a good good start for them.
0: Yeah, and they've still got a great running back. So, you know, I think that the pieces are there. They just kind of got to put them in place a little bit better, you know? Yeah. yeah, Good good start so far for them.
1: For sure.
0: All right. The Bears. Bears. Um, It's interesting that the Bears have a better record right now than than the Lions. I mean, the Bears are probably like the third worst team in the league right next to the Texans and uh, the. uh the, like the jets right now um okay. but i mean you know they, they they i can't even say that they they played good football against like the texans or the 49ers right i mean that that week 1 game was such a fluke uh, it, it, you know, it was, it was a fun game to kind of, like, watch the highlights because you see, like, the players, like, gliding across the field with in, in the rain and stuff like that, but it's also, like, you remember the conditions and you remember, like, the state of that field, and it's, like, you can't really take that game seriously in any way. It's, like, it's almost like that, that Blizzard game that that you see in, like, highlight videos where, you know, the players are rummaging around in the snow and they can't find the markers and stuff like that, you know? It's one of those games that's, like, okay, they won, but it isn't really that convincing because of the weather conditions. So when they go up against a real team like the Packers and they only put up 10 points, you know, you start to go, okay, there's the true colors there. And then they play the Texans in a close match, which, you know, the toilet bowl, uh, it's just, it's one of those things. is like, as long as the bears are playing against bad competition, they're probably going to win. But if they go up against a real team, then they're going to lose by a lot. And that's why I'm personally thinking that the bears are going to get, uh, they get a bad chart.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. It's one of those kind of like they look good, you know, looking at the record, you know, you're like you like, oh, it's only they're two and one. What are you talking about? Um, the offense just kind of looks not there. Justin Fields does not. He won't have a starting job next year, I don't think. Maybe not even here in a couple of weeks. Uh, he, he's been he's by far the worst quarterback so far in, with uh, in the NFL right now. He hasn't been looking too confident. He's been throwing a lot of picks. It uh, hurts to say because he's uh, Ohio State, which, you know, is our hometown. Um, it sucks, but, you know, Ohio is not known for producing quarterbacks, a.k.a. Mitch Trubisky either. <laughs> um, so it kind of s- stinks right there. But, yeah, they got a tough schedule coming up as well. And the run game, the run game's been there. Like, the run game has been, I think, what been winning the games. Uh, the running back, Leo Her- uh, Herbert, I believe his name is, um, I picked him up in fantasy this week because he's been putting up the most points or running backs in fantasy. Um, so I have hope for that, but yeah, I definitely have to give him a bad, bad shirt, but you know, they have a tough schedule. I think it's uh they're kind of end of the, the luck is going to run out here unless they can keep up that run dominance. But I think they do play a few game teams up coming up that are known to stop the run. So they'll have to, I think if they get rid of Justin Fields, I think they can start the rebuild. But just right now, they're just like that middle of the road kind of thing. Stuck in, you know, just a repeat situation.
0: Yeah, Fields was dealt a a tough hand. Um, You know, the Bears had that Matt Nagy last year, which... You know, was like a one and done type coach. And uh, he's kind of getting used to a new offensive system. But, you know, as we said at the beginning of the year, like the Bears lost like their entire wide receiver core. Like they all got injured before the season started. And that kind of hurt them, too. So, you know, he's playing with wide receivers who he might not have good chemistry with. And, yeah, the running game is there. But, you know, they also they lost David Montgomery in the game against the Texans. He's not going to be in the lineup for a few weeks. So, you know, uh, I think that we're going to start to see the cracks in the Bears offense and defense. I mean, obviously the defense, but yeah, the Bears' offense is definitely going to see more cracks. And you know, if they lose against the Giants, it's it's a it's a bad look for because they got to go up against some tough competition in the next few weeks. You know, including the Vikings, the Patriots, and the Cowboys and the Dolphins. So yeah, yeah it's not going to be an easy year for Bears fans. Um, but I mean, at least just squeaked out two victories at the beginning of the year here, and we'll see how many you got at the end. But right now, it, I even though you got a positive record, it is a bad a bad chart.
1: Yeah. Definitely one of those where like I said looks good at just glancing at it, but if you, you know, been watching them, um, been listening to news stories, definitely not as not as uh good as you think. Yeah, kind now, of. The, the, the I'm uh, yeah, on the opposite, on the opposite here. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Uh you know, the on unlike the opposite, like the lions are one and two, but you know, they've improved so much since last year. They've, they've been sticking around with teams that, you know, you think that they should just immediately lose to. I mean, the week one against the Eagles, they put up enough points to keep that game very competitive. Um, They beat, they, 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 they beat the snot out of the commanders, uh, even though the commanders did come back a little bit, they closed out that game, got a win. Um, and against the Vikings, I mean, they had that game in the bag, but you know, they, you know, the closing out games is one of those things that y- it's kind of like, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it must be tough to teach because a lot of teams, some, you know, they they seem to take a dump in the fourth quarter while the other team starts to get in, you know, energized. Uh, and they definitely should have won that game against the Vikings. Um, but you know, you know the the lions. They're it's unfortunate because they've uh, they've lost Avant, um they've lost Swift for the next couple of games with a shoulder and a, a, an ankle injury. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown he's nursing an ankle injury right now, so he might not be a full participant in their games this coming week. Um, and also, you know, you do have Jared Goff behind center, who is a average quarterback he might be able to get you to the playoffs but uh he's not going to get you any farther than like a week one appearance um so it's tough because i think the lions have had a good start right now Uh, but they're another one of those teams that's kind of like kind of floating in the middle because even though they've kept up with these teams that have explosive offenses and good defenses um it's one of those things is like you got to close out these games and you know two out of the three games they were not able to close out
1: yeah, I I agree, and it's uh you know it's our team to you know up leading into the year is one of those you know to, you should root for, and they seem like a fun you know like competitive team to root for, and Adam Campbell has been doing a great job over there. He's been keeping these kid I don't want to say kids <laughs> these uh athletes into the game. He's keeping them you know motivated. Motivated is a good yeah good word, and they you know. Hang in there with the Eagles, only lost by three points, beat the Commanders. And then they should have beat the Vikings, but they somehow fumbled that. But, you know, definitely one of those teams that, you know, next year, you know, they could be could be like the Eagles, Eagles almost, you know, or they're just coming out like guns blazing, you know, just looking phenomenal on offense. The defense is there, you know, they have the pieces. So we definitely – definitely it's a, it's sad to see them more than two but i will definitely say a good start for them
0: yeah definitely i mean they, they got a bit of a good start here um and you know they do have a tough schedule coming up but they do have some easier teams to beat you know that to go against but as we know in this league uh especially this year nothing's guaranteed but uh you know you, i i do see some dubs in their future and some losses in their future um, but with Dan, Cam- I mean, they, they should definitely keep Dan Campbell for a while. He's he's a very passionate coach, and he seems to be able to coach players well. Um, and, you know, as long as Amon Ra comes back healthy and, and Swift comes back healthy, I think they're going to be a frisky team that's able to get a couple wins in there where people think they shouldn't. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a middle kind of start, but I'll, I'll also agree it is a good start so far.
1: Definitely agree with that.
0: All right. So finally, the NFC South.
1: Last division.
0: And we're going to start with the Tom Brady Buccaneers, uh, who, um, uh, why don't don't you start this one off?
1: Uh, I'm definitely, this is my hot take. uh, I'm definitely going to say a bad shirt. Um, They just, the offense has not seemed to be there. Uh, they haven't been putting up much points. Uh, I know they have Tom Brady. They're also missing a lot of key pieces. Tom Brady, I'm surprised he's still playing. The offensive lines took you know, a lot of injuries. Um, Mike Evans was suspended last week. We're getting in the fight in week three or week. Yeah. Week two, uh, for getting in the fight. And it just, they looked dead against the Packers, uh, 14 to 12 and then beating the saints 20 to 10. Uh, the, that was defense, though. Uh, there was like no, there's just no offensive like firepower right now. I know Chris Godwin is still injured, so they're waiting for him to get back. Uh, I know Gronk is going to be back on the team eventually. Uh, I know he retired, but definitely, you know, it's one of those. Yeah, they, they, you know, look at the records, they look good, but definitely. I want to say a bad sharp because you know the offense seems dead and the offense just doesn't seem alive right now but the defense on the other hand has been phenomenal
0: yeah i I think they got a good start only because of the defense um you know they, they the defense is one of those things that um you look at and go yeah there's there's a team that that's built their defense really well you know they they've survived with a couple of injuries um, but, yeah, the offense definitely is not is not up to speed right now, which is why I, I predict them to lose against like the Saints and and uh, the, the well, I, I guess just the Saints this year. I, I predict <laughs> yeah. them to lose against. But, um, you know, they didn't really get alive until like the the late quarter of that game. And even, you know, e- even that game against the Cowboys, it didn't look like super impressive in that victory. I mean, I know they, the Cowboys only scored three points, but the, the offense really didn't do much in that game. And then you look at the Packers game, of course, and that's another thing, you know, there's another one where it's like, okay, well, you know, here's a, here, are, are we about to see a vintage Tom Brady moment? Well, no, we did not see a vintage Tom Brady moment. So, you know, you wonder, you know, you, you just kind of wonder, you know, it, it, you know, should, should they, uh, should they move on from Tom Brady right now? It might be more just like their wide receiver room is just kind of, like, a little bit empty right now. I mean, that that's kind of what happened at the end of last year with uh, Antonio Brown leaving and then a bunch of players getting injured. They didn't really have the weapons that they needed to support Tom Brady. Um, but, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll have to see. I mean, they're going up against the Chiefs, and, I mean... Uh, I'm I'm expecting the Bucks to kind of get destroyed right now, um, but uh, hey, we'll, we'll I mean we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, yeah, it's it's not been a great start, but I think that their defense is the reason why they have a good start right now.
1: Yeah, that wide receiver room, you definitely uh, nailed it. That he's missing Chris Godwin, he missed Mike Evans last week. I think once the wide receiver room gets nice and healed. Uh, um, I think they'll be back to their normal self and like we said you know it could be just you know they're kind of taking it easy right now and then towards the end of the season everyone all of a sudden will come back and then all of a sudden they'll be really good but definitely have to give them a bad shirt right now
0: and I think we got three bad uh, three bad shirts on the way in this division too because the Panthers are the next team uh, we have to talk about and um, I don't even know what to say. I mean, the Panthers, they got Baker Mayfield on the team and he hasn't looked amazing. I mean, he does some good things. I mean, just like on the Browns, he does some good things. And then he also does some really bad things. He's definitely, I mean, his, his height is the main issue where like a lot of his passes get batted down. And we saw that against like the giants and even the Browns. Um, and, and I mean, you know, the saints are like a rival of theirs and it's, 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 it's actually kind of hard to believe that they actually beat the saints. Um, especially with, I, mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. The, the, the Panthers are just such a weird team and I don't think they have good coaching right now. Uh, They, they yes, only have like, they only have like Robbie Anderson as a good receiver right now. And of course they got Christian McCaffrey, but I think teams are able to, they kind of hold them in check uh, this year. And, yeah, I just I don't see them. I don't see them being over five hundred this year. Uh, I think the best that they're probably going to do is maybe like three wins, honestly. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a rough season for the Panthers, and it's definitely a bad shard right now.
1: Yeah, bad shirt for sure. Baker, yeah, I mean, I don't want to blame all of all him, but you know, him being on the Browns, yeah, definitely like 50-50 kind of issues. Uh, you see a lot of the same issues with being in this offense with the Panthers. Uh, biggest issue right now is coaching. That coach or, coach is almost like a – I don't want to say like an Irvin Meyer, but just kind of needs to get out of there. Um, just not good play calling, not utilizing his weapons. They should be, you know – Throwing passes to Christian McCaffrey, they're not. They're handing him the ball a lot, which is not the type of running back he is. You know, you need to be throwing him the ball. And Baker, yeah, he's, like you said, he's hitting, you know, targets that are wide open, you know, down the field. But he's also missing targets that are, like, five feet in front of him. He can't even hit them. And then, you know, he's getting swatted down, throwing interceptions, And the offense just seems dead right now. So, And I don't think we'll see much improvement. They have a tough schedule. They play the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Rams, the Buccaneers, the Falcons, the Bengals. So it will definitely be a rough road for them and definitely will be a rough season coming up.
0: I'm greedy, we've got some breaking news. Uh-oh. Christian McCaffrey missing Wednesday's practice because of a quad injury. That yeah, is I, I heard that. That is a good sign.
1: Yeah. Definitely – is definitely not good because I have them on my fantasy and yeah, I, cause I already lost Alvin cook and losing Christian McCaffrey this weekend would not be good either.
0: Yeah. If they don't have Christian McCaffrey in that offense and we've seen it before with the team in the past, they're just not that electric and they just do not have the team this year. So yeah, it's a bad absolutely. chart. <laughs> Very bad chart. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> not the worst, but still pretty yeah. bad. They are definitely As- a bottom five team right now. Mm hmm.
1: Uh, speaking of bad shirts, the New Orleans Saints, uh, you know, it seems like every, you know, 10 minutes before kickoff, it seems to be an update that Jameis Winston, the quarterback is playing with some broken or some condition or some something, something um, definitely uh, not looking good. He hasn't been looking good. He's been throwing inceptions. He hasn't been looking like himself that he was last year before he tore his ACL. Uh, they have Mike Thomas back. Uh, he hasn't been looking too good either. Uh, he just had a, he had another toe injury, which was a big deal Going from 2020-2019 season, where he was out because of a toe injury. And I don't know if he re aggravated that toe again, so that has to be something to be, keep an eye on. on. And uh, they did draft that wide receiver who's been having some upside, but I think it starts with just Jameis Winston not looking too hot right now.
0: Yeah, he's um he's better on the uh the interception ratio right now than he was when he was on the Bucks, uh, but you are right he's not playing as well as he did uh, last year when before his ACL tear, um and also uh you know their wide receiver room took a bit of a hit. I mean I think Jarvis Landry went down with an injury last week. Michael Thomas has had a nagging injury this year, which was aggravated last week. Um, so it, we're gonna have to really see what happens when when this wide receiver core starts to dwindle, um, and you know they don't really have a good running game right now. You know Alvin Kamara is 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 a, is a pretty good running back, uh, but he just I mean his really hasn't been in the games recently, uh, like being as electric as you think he should be. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely a bad a bad chart right now for them. Uh, you, you know they, they I mean obviously they've they've played like two rivals of theirs you know in the Panthers and the Buccaneers um but they just could not get over that hump with either of those teams and uh, that's uh that's not that's not a good sign especially when you're losing to the Panthers
1: yeah definitely and um yeah like I said they have a tough schedule coming up so we'll we'll see what they can do with it
0: all right greedy we're on to the final chart. <laughs> Yeah,
1: the definitely, Falcons. Definitely a bad shirt. Um I, I thought you were gonna take a um I mean yeah, they did have that upside uh you know comeback against the Rams. Um, you no, know, they they lost one point to the Saints, you know. They almost beat the Rams, you know, they beat the Seahawks, they have the Browns this week. You know, the offense actually looks, you know, competent. Drake London's been looking good. Uh, Kyle Pitts hasn't really done much. Uh, they have the Cordell Patterson, which uh, has been solid, solid, solid running back. And you know what? I, I'm actually going to turn this around. I think they've actually – I'm going to say good start, even though on paper it doesn't look too good. But only losing the Saints by one and then uh, almost making a comeback. Uh, the only downside to the the Falcons right now is uh, Marcus Mariota being their quarterback but I think I think they can turn around and uh who knows I mean I'm kind of scared I mean I think Cardell Patterson will have a good game against Browns and Drake London might have a good game against Browns as well because you know the Browns defense just you know gives up these big plays for whatever reason so I'm actually gonna say a good start for them
0: yeah I'm inc- I'm inclined to agree with you I mean you look at the you you look at these scores and you go yeah I mean they're they, I mean they I mean they, these are good scores and you know they, they didn't really lose by too much. Uh, I think that the, they just have the same problem as the Lions right now where they're not able to close out these games as confidently as they as they want to um, and they also seem to not be not play too well from behind either. Um, even you know even the Seahawks game is pretty close all things considered which you would hope that your team is able to kind of crush the moribund Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um they don't have an easy schedule going forward either. So uh this you know we'll have to what we'll to see how Mariota does against some real tough defenses in the, in one the Browns, the the Buccaneers, the 49ers. I mean those are three you know top 10 defenses in the league right now. Uh so he's definitely going to get a real test and uh we'll see how he does but um yeah, I mean they've played okay. You no know, they they've played better than okay, really. I mean they they're they're putting up points there. Um uh, they're definitely like an average team and i think that you know they got to get past this rough patch of really good defenses um and then you know probably you know in a couple weeks maybe at the end of november at, at the start of november they can start to get some wins and 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 get a bit of a better record but yeah yeah well we'll see how that goes
1: yeah i think uh Kyle Pitts came alive a little bit last week so hopefully he continues that upscale please i need him to um <laughs> But yeah, I think I think they'll be okay. Like the new coaching staff, you know, give them you know this year, then next year, he they might be an even better team, you know, getting a couple draft picks and get a couple more rookies in there that they need the key pieces. And I think they'll be I think be okay. It just thinks that they're in last place and one and two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that is yeah. 2022's good start or bad start. If you disagree with us, uh, take it up in the Discord, the Fair Nation Discord. We'd love to chat with you about d- these teams. All right, that took a little bit longer than I was expecting, so let's just quickly gloss over some games from Week 3 that um, that you, you might want to talk about or mention. Um, I guess the first one to talk about is the Bills versus Dolphins. It was a very close game. A lot of great explosive plays. It really was a coin toss at the end of it over which team was going to win or not. Uh, but the Bills, in the end, were the ones who lost that coin toss. No offense to Josh Allen and the offense there, um, because uh, uh, you know they they just you know they they had like this fake spike, which I don't think was supposed to be a fake spike, but that kind of ended the quarter on the wrong foot there. And then you know they they as I mentioned before they had this like slant route from Singletary that he should have just gone down as soon as he caught the ball so they could they could spike it but uh, they ended up losing because he couldn't get out and uh, they didn't have any timeouts left and they couldn't spike the ball in time Um, so you know it was a very close contest it's definitely worth watching the highlights especially because we got the world famous once in a lifetime butt punt where the Dolphins' punter kicked uh, kicked the ball right into the Bootius maximus of the defender in front of him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, it was an interesting game. Um, definitely questionable calls that I think they'll sort out. And, you know, this was the first time that the Bills actually looked, you know, like not confident, you know, not their normal powerhouse for playing against the Dolphins. But, you know, I think they'll... I think they'll clean up, you know, their mess, and I think they'll they'll come out and torture whoever they play this weekend, and <laughs> it'll definitely won't be a pretty game. I don't think.
0: No, yeah, yeah, and right now the Bills are nursing a couple injuries, as we already mentioned. Their defense is a little bit shaken up by uh, some some stuff there, and also, I mean, it was a record high—not te- uh, record, but it was a pretty high temperature in that stadium, and I don't think the Bills sideline and the Bill, like the Bills organization, was ready for just the heat exhaustion that was going on I mean you you even said like there was like several uh several bills players who went down with cramps in the game they had to get the massage gun out and and uh I think that really did hamper their uh effectiveness as well
1: yep all right um so I want to talk about the chiefs and the Colts uh real surprising that uh the Colts pulled out a victory here uh game kind of seemed kind of dead up until the fourth quarter. Uh, the Colts were losing uh, as the clock was ticking down with the within the final seconds in the fourth. Yeah, but, but somehow they managed to pull out a winning drive, and they won. So that's kind of a shocker and upset of the week, honestly.
0: Yeah, it definitely was an upset of the week. And also, like... You know, you talk about coaching decisions with the Bills. I mean, the Chiefs also had like a weird, like offensive game this this uh, this past week. Uh, you know, they they called like a fake field goal in like the mm-hmm. second quarter, and like in, in in such a close contest, you know, just just take the three points. I mean, they lost by they they lost by two points. So if they had gotten that field goal instead of being cheeky and going for the fake. Uh, they would have won this game. Um, and, you know obviously you know hindsight 2020, but you know I, I don't know. I think they kind of went into this game maybe a little bit overconfident. maybe they didn't prepare as hard because the Colts, you know, they did get shut up by the the Jaguars, they tied the Texans, you know. So maybe they didn't prepare as hard as they should. but you know if if, if we've learned anything from this you know past week of football, you know, anything can happen, and you got to you got to prepare for every single team. You can't go into into a game unprepared, and, you know, it looks it looked like the Colts were ready to go, but the Chiefs just were not there for this game.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even say the Colts looked ready to go. I mean, the Colts seemed, you know, their normal dead selves, but, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe the Chiefs, like, only studied film on Colts, like, one day, and then focused onto this week's matchup against the Buccaneers. So, yeah. you know, maybe they were... uh they're like oh you know what? we'll start focusing on the Buccaneers now
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right um one other game i want to just quickly go over the cowboys versus the giants this was monday night football uh, i thought this was like this was a good primetime game um yeah. there was a lot unlike of great the Sunday night game. <laughs> yeah un- 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 unlike the 49ers versus broncos but yeah i mean it was it was a fun um, game with a lot of you know great plays in there uh like I said earlier the Cowboys defense really showed up and they got like the game winning interception at the end of this one which was great it was a really you know great moment I mean obviously not for me because my pick was the Giants but you know it was a very fun game to watch um I I once again you know Daniel Jones just he, he's a little, he's, he's very up and down. And like I said, he's playing for his job right now and you don't want to see performances like this where, you know, he throws like two killer interceptions, two drives in a row, you know um, you want to see him move the offense a little bit more effectively, but you know, speaking of moving the offense effectively uh, Cooper rush, really a, a breakout bench warmer kind of, kind of guy, you know, he, you know, you think that he was going to be on the, the bench the whole season, but here he is making plays and and getting the Cowboys to a winning record. And, you know, that's got to feel good if you're a Cowboys fan.
1: For sure. And, you know, know, Dak Prescott didn't look too good against, you know, in week one and now Cooper Rush is coming in. Like you said, you know, it'll be kind of interesting to keep an eye out and see if Dak comes back and they can keep up their um, high scale streak that they have right now. So, and as for the Giants, yeah, no, Danny Dimes, you know, I still, no, I mean, I already said my opinion on the Giants already earlier, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, the Giants are just average, you know, and I think the Cowboys are also kind of an average team with uh, exceptional defense. Yeah. Um. So, you know, uh, they'll get their real tests later on, but I think the, yeah, I, I don't think the Giants are going anywhere too fast, but the Cowboys, they could break out of that average mold and, and be a good team. Uh, We'll have to wait and see.
1: All right, I will talk about the Sunday night game, uh, Packers versus Buccaneers. Man, was this a snooze fest? <laughs> I still think, you know, like Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are missing those key wide receivers. But even when Mike Evans was playing on the Saints, that game was still boring. I think Buccaneers only had three points. And then week one, the Buccaneers just kind of, you know, still looked dead against the uh, Cowboys. Um, so, I don't know. mean, maybe missing Chris Godwin and a few other receivers is really hurting them. But, you know, it just, whatever. It was a boring game. It was 14 to 12, no offense whatsoever. And it just, it was a painful and dreadful uh, primetime game. And the Packers, you know, yeah, they, you know, scored two touchdowns, but I'm still getting worried that, you know, missing Devontae Adams is going to hurt them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it is already hurting them. Um, obviously, Rodgers doesn't have as good of a rapport with you know Lazard or um, uh, any of the other wide receivers that they have right now that I can't name right now. Um, yeah. yeah, he just doesn't seem to be clicking with them right now. But they, I mean, these wide receivers are, are 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 talented. So I think that they will be able to, you know, get over the hump with a lot of these things. But you know, the Bucks when when the Bucks are hurting on on weapons. They they their cracks show, and it's kind of the opposite for the for the Packers, where you know Aaron Rodgers is throwing to some people who you don't know their names, but you know they're winning these games. So yeah, it's going to be interesting seeing you know things going forward. Obviously, as you say, you never you know never count Tom Brady out, but it seems like nowadays you know when when they're losing and they got to go down and score like a game winning drive, it doesn't seem like they're able to to really pull it off right now.
1: And it was just a boring affair and we'll just we'll just see what happens next week with see if the Buccaneers can kind of pick it up on offense. And the Packers, I think you know, I think they'll be you know the middle of the road and they scoring fourteen to twenty four, you know, that kind of stuff. But I don't think they'll have a breakout, but you know, I think they'll get do what they have to do to get the wins for the Packers.
0: All right let's gloss over some week four games here um like i said the first segment took a little bit longer than i expected but i think you got a lot of good information out of that a lot of good commentary but um i guess the first game to really talk about is the thursday night game which is going to be the dolphins versus the Bengals. as we said dolphins are looking really good they're definitely like a top five offense right now and their defense plays pretty well too Um, They squeezed out a couple victories here, uh, but they've been looking good um, since the beginning. I mean, they are a 3-0 team, the only 3-0 team in the AFC right now. Uh, They have electrifying wide receivers who are going to be tough for the Bengals' defense to, 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 to stop. Um, and I, 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 honestly think that the dolphins are going to win this game. Uh, I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I kind of want to say that they're going to win by a lot. Uh, I don't think yeah. the, I, I, even though the, you know, the Bengals won against the jets and maybe they've woken up a little bit. I still think that the dolphins defense is going to be able to get the burrow. He's going to stop, you know, they're going to stop that attack. Um, and it's just, it's, it's tough for me to see the Bengals winning this game right now, but I, th- you know, it might be close for a little while, but I think the Dolphins will pull out and, and end up with the win here.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, like we mentioned with the bills game, definitely a couple injuries for the Dolphins who knows that they're going to play. Jalen Waddle was also injured. He's currently questionable. I think Tua is still questionable. So if those two don't play, then the Bengals have a high chance of winning, uh, yeah. But if they're both playing, then like you said, I think, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll win pretty confidently if uh, Jalen Waddle plays and Tua plays. But Tyreek Hill, the Bengals defense just hasn't been there, hasn't been looking too hot, and the offense hasn't been looking hot either. Um, the Miami Dolphins, I think they can shut down uh, J- Jamar Chase. I think that, that'll be no issue for them. Uh, it might leave T. Higgins open a lot, but – I don't know. I, I I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be, I think I want to say the Dolphins. So if everyone plays, I think they'll win by, you know, at least two or three touchdowns.
0: Yeah. It all comes down to injuries with the Dolphins right now. Um, if two in there, if, if uh, Waddle's in there, I think they got enough weapons there to, to you know, and, and, you know, they also got like Mike Gesicki and uh, of course Tyreek Hill. So, uh, and Chase Edmonds. So they do have a great offense. That's going to be hard to stop and uh also uh Tyreek Hill is playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um it came out recently that uh that uh Eli Apple who is the Bengals defensive uh, uh safety um who got smoked in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh he was talking some smack during that Chiefs game last year where that they won. Uh mm-hmm. and Tyreek Hill uh, came out and, and was making the, he made a statement about what uh what was said and I think that Tyreek Hill is uh, going to He's probably gonna have some major explosive play against Eli Apple in this game, and that might be the one that seals the deal for the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, and I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So, but it all depends on Tua plays. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: If Bridgewater's out there on the field, you gotta be a little bit. You gotta be more than a little bit concerned uh, if he if he marches out there.
1: Yep. All right. I think that's all I had to say about that game. How about you?
0: No. Yeah. Done with that yeah. one. What's another one you want
1: to talk about? I want to talk about the Bills versus the Ravens. As we mentioned earlier, the Ravens has been a powerhouse. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been playing phenomenally, uh, MVP like season. And I just, I'm interested in this game because I want to see how the Bills bounce back, uh, losing against the Dolphins. And I want to see, you know, the powerhouse defense Bills. how they do against mark andrews and the ravens and i want to see if josh allen can kind of see if it was just like a fluke game against the dolphins maybe it was too hot and the heat was bothering them a little bit uh this game will be a lot cooler for them uh <laughs> you know, and whether that they're kind of used to um but yeah it'll be interesting i think it'll be a high scoring affair for both the ravens and the bills but i think the bills could uh Squeeze out a victory, but I'm kind of going with the Ravens just because of the Bills' loss last week and how great Lamar Jackson's been playing.
0: Yeah, I think the Ravens have a really good chance of winning this game. Um, as we've stated before, Bills have a few defensive key injuries that might uh, might not be able to stop the lightning speed of Lamar Jackson. Um, obviously, you know as we've stated before, too, you know, the Ravens got to close out some, these games a little bit better. So, you know, if they can keep the bills at bay, like the dolphins did for like the fourth quarter, uh, they have a good chance of winning, but I think, yeah, I I agree. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. Um, I think that both defenses are, are, are a little bit uh, shaky right now. Um, and I think that they're going to let a lot of points fly. Um, and yeah, it's, it's probably going to come down to the wire, just like any of the other games that the Ravens were in this year. Uh, so far so it's it's going to be a good i, th- I think it's going to be a great game definitely going to uh-huh. be one to watch um should
1: definitely be into into primetime that would be a good primetime game yeah
0: that, yeah this would mm. be the good primetime game um but speaking of primetime games i don't know if you, do you have anything else you want to say about this one
1: nope
0: the rams versus 49ers uh monday night um as I, I keep saying this as we said before the 49ers seem to have the rams number Um, And that is the sole reason why I picked them to win uh, the the game uh, this uh, on Monday, Um, because it just seems it just seems too consistent that the 49ers just somehow always pull off the victory against the Rams. I mean, I think they're like something crazy, like 10 and one or something uh, against the Rams right? or yeah, 10 and one against the Rams right now, which I mean, that's a crazy stat, especially with how good the Rams have been for the last couple years now. Um, obviously, you know, with, with the game last week, maybe you, maybe you're questioning my decision, uh, because of how poorly they played against the Broncos, but the 49ers are kind of like the Browns where they kind of play up and down to their competition. So if they can get rolling and their defense can keep strong, I think the 49ers have a good chance of winning, but they could also have a good chance of losing if they get the same Jimmy Garoppolo that they got last week.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, and I mean, yeah, that's, that might be true, but I think the Rams will do just fine, and I think we will get the same Jimmy Garoppolo that um, no, we saw against uh, the opponent last week, um, so I think, I don't know, I think I don't think this one will be close. I, it is in the 49ers uh, home stadium. It seems like the Rams do have issue going to their stadium and beating them, but I think this could be a good turnaround. Uh, I think They'll break the curse this weekend, so we'll see. It'll be a good game. Definitely definitely a good Monday night football game, but I think the Rams will be able to pull out a victory.
0: We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, uh, one more game I want to talk about. Uh, two really high-power offenses, uh, Jaguars versus the Eagles, and I actually took the Jaguars for this. Ooh. Uh definitely think that the Jaguars can squeeze out a victory. Um, both good defenses going head-to-head and both good offenses going head-to-head. I think this one might be like the highest score game of the weekend. Uh, definitely will be a good one. Trevor Lawrence, you know, leading the Jaguars, a couple good running backs. And Jalen Hurts leading the Eagles. I think uh, Jalen Hurts will put up good numbers and numbers that he's been putting up in the past week. But I think the Jaguars will be able to squeeze out a victory.
0: Yeah, I'm just not that confident. Um, Even though the Jaguars have looked good and... I think this. I think this is going to be the brick wall that stops the Jaguars uh, in their tracks here. I think the Eagles defense is just too good, and I don't know if the Jaguars defense will be able to keep up with like AJ Brown and and uh, stuff like that. So, I, I I don't I don't have the confidence that you have for the Jaguars this week. Um, I think that I I just think that the Eagles defense is going to be too good. It's going to stop their offensive attack. I mean, they're going to attack. Uh, they're probably gonna, you know, double coverage like Christian Kirk and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And and I think the Eagles are also pretty good at stopping the run game, which has been pretty good for the Jaguars too. The Jaguars have all around been good, but the Eagles just they've been all around better. So I, I do think that this might be a bit of a slaughter at one o'clock. Um and it might bring the Jaguars back down to earth, but it might also be a good uh a good game to kind of keep in in the corner of your eye. You know, it might be a good game to kinda keep an eye on because it could also be a high you know, like you said, it could it could it could be a, a pretty uh decent bout, but I'm predicting a bit of a slaughter here, uh by the Eagles.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now you kind of make me second guess myself. So curse you!
0: <laughs> no, no, no I, I, it, it has it has the potential to be a good game, but I just yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: uh I guess we'll wait and see. Find out next week when we probably talk about this game. Yeah,
0: we'll definitely be talking yeah. about this one if it's a close one. If it's not, we'll probably skip over it. But yeah, we'll see. I, like I said, just keep it in the corner of your eye. You know, maybe. Check some updates on Twitter and, and turn it on for a little bit if uh, oh. if you're interested. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't think there's going to be anything too spectacular on the Jaguars side for this one.
1: All right. Uh, that's our week four game picks. Uh, do you want to real quickly go through the rest of the games that we picked?
0: Yeah, we're going to go through all of our week four game picks here. Uh, we'll start with the Dolphins versus Bengals.
1: I locked up the Dolphins. I also took the Dolphins. Vikings versus the Saints. I took the Vikings.
0: Yeah, I took the Vikings too. Saints just haven't looked ex- you know, that great on offense or defense recently. Uh, even though they talk a lot of smack, I think the Vikings are going <laughs> to do the victory here. Do the victory yeah, dance. <laughs> I,
1: I, I have to see more from Jameis Winston, and maybe he will turn him around next week, but I just have to see more from him. Chargers versus the Texans. Charge. I took the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I was teetering on taking the Texans, but the Chargers. If Justin Herbert's at the helm, I I, I mean that's always like a X factor there. So I def I took, I took the Chargers uh, over the Texans, but um, they did make me guess, you know, second guess the, this pick because of yeah. the loss last week to the Jaguars. But I, I I think the Chargers will be able to pull a win against the Texans.
1: Real quick, I do want to say we do have we do our uh, you no know, NFL picks in our disc our Yummy's Discord. And last two weeks, uh, Coco has been locking up some risky locks, and he's two and zero with these risk. are three no, no, he's two zero. Two zero with these risky rocks. He took uh, the the jets Colts
0: and the Jets. Yeah.
1: And the Colts and the Jets. And this week he did a spicy lock and he took the Texans to beat the Chargers. And when I saw that, I kind of second-guessed myself. I was like, <laughs> you know, uh, just, I don't know. Maybe he knows the inside that we don't. But if he definitely if he definitely locks it and the Texans win, we definitely have to bring him on here and just try to pick his brain, I guess, a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> All
1: right, Bears versus the Giants. I actually took the Bears.
0: I coin-flipped this game like on on an app on my phone and i picked the giants so
1: <laughs> yeah i think the bears game will i think uh, I, dra- I got one of the running backs i hope he continues his dominance and i really need him to and i know the giants aren't too good against the run so i hope uh, i think the bears run game can kind of take over this game
0: yeah we'll see all right seahawks versus lions took the lions
1: took the lions i just have no faith in seattle anymore
0: yeah, the lion. I mean, if the Lions have Amon Ra on the field, uh, I'm gonna be uh, a little bit more happy. Uh, but right mm-hmm. now, it looks like two of their electric players are gonna be benched for this game uh, because of because of these ankle and shoulder injuries. Some, but I think that the Lions will still be able to pull off a victory. I mean, they have a good backup running back in Williams, and they mm-hmm. also have uh, a few other good wide receivers on the team. So I think they should be fine.
1: Yeah, it's a good uh, week to sit them out. So. Alright, All right. Browns versus Falcons. I yeah. took the Browns and locked up the Browns.
0: Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, I I took the Browns. wasn't confident enough to lock them up because of how frisky the Falcons have been this past three weeks.
1: Yeah, I uh, I hope the Browns can do it. I definitely definitely need them to win now. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they pull off the victory here. Alright, go ahead titans versus colts uh i ended up taking the titans on this one uh, just yeah just because the colts have been a little shaky you know um they had a good victory against the chiefs but it wasn't like super convincing as we already said uh Mm -hmm. and i think the titans um you know we'll see what happens but i mean this was another game that you could probably flip
1: a coin and 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 get a correct answer so yeah you're just not sure both teams kind of you know had a high i mean if both teams you know had the power offense that we thought they were gonna head into the 20 or the season with this would be probably we'll be talking about this game probably as like a game to look out for uh but you know both offenses just seem kind of dead so but i did take the titans as well i think uh henry will have a good game
0: all right commanders versus cowboys
1: uh, I am up I taking the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I yeah. took them as well, and I locked them up with my risky lock.
0: Oh, yeah, that is certainly a risky one there. Um, commanders, uh, you know, there's kind of like a ho-hum type team, but the Cowboys are really electric right now, and if they can keep that momentum, they should be able to get a, a nice victory over the Commanders.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Bills uh, versus Ravens.
1: Took the Ravens.
0: Yep, same here. I took the Ravens, um, just because of the Bills' defensive deficiencies right now, with uh, the 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 players who are injured. Um, I think the offense will hum, just like with like we said. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I think the Ravens are going to be the ones to take this one home.
1: I agree with that. I think the Ravens will continue the dominance, and I think the Bills they'll probably come back more confident than playing in the Bills game, but they will also. I think the Ravens will win. But it will definitely be a close one. Mm-hmm. All right. Jaguars versus the Eagles. I already said I took the Jaguars. I took the Eagles. All Jets took... versus Steelers.
0: Took the On Steelers. No, Did I you don't... want to talk yeah. about that last We Well, we already talked about that one, so that's yeah.
1: fine. That's why I kind of went. Uh, yeah. You said you took the Steelers. I took, Steelers well. yeah, I took the Steelers as well.
0: Yeah, took the Steelers. It's an easy pick there.
1: I don't know the way the Jets been looking. You know, maybe they will upset the Steelers. It'll make me feel better. The Jets beat the Steelers. It'll make me feel better okay, as a yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cardinals versus Panthers. I think the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, Cardinals here too. Um, I just don't. I don't. I don't see the Panthers winning too many games, and the Cardinals should be able to to stomp over all, all over them.
1: Absolutely. Hopefully, maybe uh, Kyler Murray got the extension for uh, the beta. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Broncos versus Raiders. I took the Broncos, surprisingly. Ooh,
0: yeah, I took the Raiders. I think the Raiders are finally going to get their first win of the season just because the Broncos just they haven't been... I mean, at least the Raiders have done some offensive things that have looked good. Broncos, on the other hand, they just don't look that
1: great. That's true. Very, very true. Patriots versus uh, Packers. I took the Packers. I locked up the Packers yeah with uh them losing uh mac jones their quarterback the patriots uh that's definitely a key piece that gonna hurt them for a while
0: yep i thought it was I don't pretty know safe the backup is. <laughs> no the back the patriots backup is brian Hoyer. Oh, brian Hoyer. yeah, yeah. That's,
1: right, that's
0: right yeah i just I, it's a safe lock uh with the packers you know I've, I've been kind of struggling with the locks and the picks in general this 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 uh year so far so i just mm-hmm. kind of i wanted to make sure i had one that i felt confident enough to just kind of lock it up you know
1: yeah all right Chiefs versus Buccaneers
0: I took the Chiefs
1: the Chiefs as well like like I said the Buccaneers offense been kind of looking dead I know Mike Evans comes back hopefully that goes on the boost but I think the Chiefs offense is just greater
0: and finally Rams versus 49ers Uh, as I mentioned before I took the 49ers just based on their record against the Rams
1: yeah (laughs) I took the Rams so Well, we'll see a couple uh different picks this weekend so it'll be it'll be a fun to see the outcomes of them
0: yeah last week we were pretty uh pretty in sync but this week uh, we do have a few different ones here and there which uh, should make things a little bit more interesting well we'll see
1: tune in next week (laughs) yeah tune
0: in next week well um you know we were going to talk about some fantasy stuff but i think we'll hold that off uh for for next week
1: just let everyone know i won against yummy So. Greedy,
0: greedy one <laughs> that's um, why he
1: doesn't want to talk about it
0: <laughs> no i mean we're at two hours now so right, yeah yeah
1: it's fine
0: <laughs> but yeah i mean uh my team just didn't didn't really perform last week i mean i had i mean aj brown really went off but uh, everyone else was just kind of like ho-hum and i also had uh, cooper on this on my bench which you know he had 20 points which you hate to see you know on your bench um but yeah i i, I put too much faith in like some uh less you know like tony pollard to, to to try and finish the game out, but uh, I also got a few questionable players going in this week, you know, including Amon Ra and Jonathan Taylor and Justin Herbert. All of them have questionable questions, you know, going into the this week. Um, so I'm just hoping I can squeeze out a victory with some maybe of my backups uh, in the in the starting slot.
1: Yeah, so I guess we are talking about fantasy. Um, yeah, I mean, I still I have a lot of injuries as well, a lot of questionables, so I feel like I might be scrambling on tomorrow because uh Jalen hurts plays and as well on Sunday I have a lot of questionable uh players so hopefully I did pick up a key couple of key pieces I'll ex- I'll wait to explain the key pieces or not key but a couple of pieces that I picked up and why I picked up so next episode
0: yeah yeah we'll, we'll talk about more
1: next week uh
0: yeah good luck uh in in fantasy this week greenie hopefully you pull out the
1: dub yeah, and good luck to you as well. Now that now that we aren't playing each other, so. right? We can be friendly,
0: <laughs> comp- friendly again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it All was right. a, it was a tough match last week. I mean, Josh Allen really went off for you, and uh, um, uh, what, what's his face?
1: That was about it. I mean, everything else was pretty equal. I think the only deciding factor was uh, Josh Allen. Yeah.
0: I also, uh, just as a little report here, I dropped the Saints and picked up the Browns defense this week. Uh, hopefully, they don't do poorly against the Falcons. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's an interesting move, so we'll have to see how that turns out for you.
0: Like I said, someone took the Buccaneers from me, so I was like, ah, might as well try to, get, to roll the dice with the, with my Brownies. And it wasn't me. You tried to play beans.
1: so. I thought it <clears> was. <throat> but it was someone else. The Sneakies. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, thanks for listening to this powerful, big episode of Long Episode Ferret NFL, Good Start, Bad Start, 2022, rousing success. Uh, if you want to check out anything else that we do, uh, we are both on f- uh, Film Freaks with a Z, where we talk about movies. The latest episode, Jackie Chan's First Strike, getting some good traction on YouTube if you want to check out that podcast. Uh, it's also available in audio form. Uh, Greedy was absent for that episode. Maybe uh, that's
1: why he's getting good traction. The one episode I missed.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we missed you, though. We did miss you. Uh, and then the episode, uh, the next episode in, that's coming out is going to be about how to train your dragon with special guest Coco. Uh, so we'll be talking to him about that. Uh, and if you want to check out the other podcasts that I do, Fer- Ferris64, if you're already following this podcast, you automatically get that in your feed because uh, Fair NFL is presented by Fair uh, 64,
1: where I talk about video games. All right, and I don't do much of anything, so don't worry about me.
0: Agree. <laughs> uh, Waffles has been—he's uh, been doing a few Twitch streams here, so maybe you want to follow him on Twitch and and maybe catch him live playing some Clone Hero.
1: Yeah, maybe. And I don't have a set schedule. It'll be kind of like one of those where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll stream today or at this moment, you know. So don't expect you know me being like oh yeah stream wednesday tuesday thursday <laughs> you know that kind of stuff so
0: understandable Alrighty. all right. well i am yemi the ferret and i've been here with grady waffles and this has been ferret nfl thanks for listening go, 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 go browns
1: cheers to week four let's go